0: How are we doing? Hey guys, how you doing?
1: Good, mate. How you doing? Yeah, we're doing well. Thank you. Speaking on behalf of both of us.
0: Yeah, no, we're doing well. We're doing well. I'm keen to be a part of it.
2: Yeah, um, excited so to join. <laughs> Look at you guys. Fuck, I haven't seen you guys in fucking ages. I know man. it's been
0: a long time. Hey, what have
2: you been up to? Oh, fuck all. <laughs> living all. a life, living, building yeah. a
3: podcast <laughs> empire. Yeah, nice. That's
2: the one.
3: Nothing.
0: Yeah, look, to be, <laughs> to be honest, we've actually been thinking about doing our own one. Yeah, go on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just, just to be copycats.
1: Yeah.
3: Podcast.
0: From this 30
1: seconds exposure, we think that we're now ready to blast off into the upper realms of podcasting. And um, and we've thought of a name and we've thought of a few, um, well, Jell's thought of a few jingles. We, yeah, we've got a few segments going. So <laughs> but what's the name going to be? The name's going to be Out on the Full. What do you think about
2: that? love it i'm here we, for it. we can't compete and
1: we're only going to upload to soundcloud oh, yeah, <laughs> that, that'll
3: go well i mean
2: in fairness you can't have less listeners than we've got oh, to be fair, <laughs> it's not like we're blowing up the world here
1: didn't you have somebody who's an international listener or am i did was i miss hearing things
2: oh we got yeah. plenty of international listeners
3: yeah. all the way
0: from pakistan i heard
3: i'm convinced it's the same guy that's just networking the globe or it's just somebody,
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: probably dean with a vpn <laughs> probably, I mean, we do
3: have, we do have a vpn so he could quite possibly
1: but, <laughs> did um, i tell you not fully related but did i tell you that i had a vpn so i could um go on to american netflix and then oh, is so cool like, 20 minutes later after i joined it luca disabled netflix on our account and he quickly messed everyone saying, Look, we're going to have to reset our passwords and everything. Somebody's getting in from overseas. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it's just me like chilling. He's like, It's too late. We the- We can't even
2: risk that. <laughs>
1: I'm like, logged plug- in, right
2: in from Los Angeles. We have to cut the plug. <laughs> I'm fucking it now. You're just like don't be a dickhead look up. <laughs>
1: Ain't no way he's watching
3: breaking bad on our Netflix <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's funny. Ooh.
1: What have you guys been talking about? Footy? Surely. No, it's-
3: we've avoided footy. We talked Euros, we talked cricket. we just been it's talking. Just- oh, can
0: man. we go back to some cricket? Anyone watch the game
1: this but,
3: morning? But aren't you a footy podcast? No,
0: we're a sports podcast.
1: Sports podcast. We're ready. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Esports?
3: Esport, well, esports, esports, no. Like all sports, like esports as well, because that is a sport. If you've got any esports content to bring to the table, they have occasionally featured that's in the multi. Yeah, let me know.
1: let me just live view and I'll show you the top fifty rocket league goals of the last five years, okay? <laughs> and Jude's number forty-seven. No, I'm kidding. No, yeah, no, just kidding,
3: Jude. <laughs> no. Have you guys bought it. If you guys bought a horse in Z racing yet?
1: Nah, that's the biggest load of crap ever well, is it up again. there with
3: it's up there with crypto i reckon what's this but is that the virtual, virtual horse yeah that virtual horse racing it's like hooves of fire but you, with yeah, real no, money
0: no,
1: no
3: no
0: i've heard about that and that's just a bit much for me
1: hooves of fire should definitely implement like a financial aspect in fact we entire. should bring hooves of
0: fire back that is a throwback right there
1: what
3: do you mean hooves of fire should incorporate a financial aspect zed racing is exactly that and you just said it's the biggest load of shit you've ever heard
1: yeah, but Z Racing is just a rip-off of Hooves of Fire. It's like
3: But with real money.
1: Two months, Hooves of Fire, and we'll have all lost our entire life savings. And then Z Market or whatever you said it was called is going straight where Blockbuster's been.
0: <laughs> Jeez, that's a massive call.
3: Or Z Racing could put real horse racing where Blockbuster's been. It could be the Netflix of renting movies. That's probably that's, a
1: good yeah. idea, but but um nah. Can you ever trust it? I mean, you can't trust
2: regular horse racing. <laughs> hey, to be fair, it'd probably save a lot of horses. It's difficult, to, it's difficult to—it's difficult to torture a crypto horse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, a crypto horse isn't getting being isn't being put down on national televisions.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> but if it did, though, I'd still be okay. Fuck,
3: <laughs> i, love if, I love if they introduced that to <laughs> <said> Racing, so, <laughs> I'd be better. Guys, guys, we gotta pause the race. They gotta bring the screens out. <laughs> and there's a virtual
1: protester on the field. <laughs>
2: someone would have to animate. Someone yeah, would be so, It's like movie. it's
0: like Tupac when he return to do that
3: concert. <laughs> the hologram, yeah, the, the hologram was a
0: streaker going nude through the middle of the MCG. He's just a hologram. <laughs> <laughs> that's when COVID gets to the point when there's no crowds. Just yeah, got a got a hologram the crowd. The hologram, the, the streaker. I'd
3: love to see Andrew Simon's trying to shoulder tackle a virtual streaker.
0: Oh. <laughs> that's- He'd find a
1: way. Tell to there's if some anybody, money in that. If there's anybody could, Andrew Summons would definitely get. a fucking hologram. That was <laughs> iconic, actually. It that was. I love funny. him as a cricket commentator because he just grunts for like twenty minutes straight, and then someone asks him a question, he goes, "Yeah." He goes, yeah, no, because
3: he he just sits there and goes, "That was shit. That was <laughs> awful." He's he
0: walking. was iconic. I can't believe he retired so early. That was bullshit. Was Shouldn't he? have gone on the fishing trip. Should not have gone on the fishing trip.
1: I, even know that really for him. I don't know anything about cricket. What was on the fishing trip?
0: So pretty much, he was pretty well... No,
3: you don't, don't know anything about cricket. You've, you made the best stumping I've
0: ever
1: seen. Oh Yeah, the ball, the ball was at fine leg, but I still found a way to stump him. <laughs> Danos called it out. Danos it wasn't, wasn't it out. It
0: was Lukey, was it wasn't out. Yeah, he still called it out though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the glad to leave. <laughs> I swear that not. And anyway.
0: While we're on cricket... We'll be we discussing the results from this morning.
3: And the last four games, yeah. I haven't...
0: Last four games, there's been three games.
3: There's been four games.
0: Four games. So they won every single one?
3: No, we won today. Besides won the first three. three.
0: Yeah. Jeez. We, lost,
3: we lost six for 19 in the first game.
0: I did hear about that. I did hear about that. But Finchy and, of all people, Mitch Marsh to the rescue today.
3: Mitch Marsh has made three
0: fifties in four games. The GOAT. He is he is coming back in a big way at one. He's a sure thing for the next six years now, I reckon. Nah,
1: That's like, like, not in the right test,
0: right. Cam Green hasn't covered, unfortunately.
1: Jamal,
3: but. and I will say this before, he's always been underrated and just starved of opportunity, Mitch Marsh.
0: <laughs> mm, I disagree. I reckon the
3: Marsh brothers had a
0: plenty
1: of opportunity. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I reckon we bring Sean back just quietly. I reckon we bring Sean Tate. I agree, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I am backed that 100%. He the wild thing, bring,
3: back. Him back. bring him I back. I think if we're bringing Nathan Bracken back at the same time.
0: I saw something the other day. I think it was, I forgot what the page was. It's like the great cricketer or some, or some like silly silly page on Facebook. And they were saying, they brought it up how Sean Tate was going back to club cricket. Yeah,
3: yeah. I saw that as well. Imagine waking up
0: on a Saturday and you rock up to the game you're like, yeah, you know, you get you get told on Thursday night, yeah, you're opening batting this week, and then Sean, Sean Tate, Tate rocks up,
1: steams in from
0: like literally <laughs> from the boundary, just steams in all the way, but still bowling 140, I could imagine straight Yeah, I, I heard
1: something that he injured himself because of the way that he, like, he just ripped yeah, yeah, he, so he had a
0: really bad back because of it. To be honest, I don't know how his career went for so long. So surely he, like,
3: heaps of bowlers used to be like that. All the ones that bowled side on, like slingers. Like, yeah. Yeah. Tomo,
2: Tomo was like that. Oh, wow, he's like fucking shoulder every time he bowled it just didn't like fly off who's oh. this anyone like like fucking what's his name Malinger? Yeah, yeah malinga yeah he, thought, he,
1: yeah he was so yeah. insane he was, he was so yeah mm-hmm. that was i don't know yeah was he a good bowler or was, he like, was no he was no he i played. mean statistically i know he
0: was but was he even a bowler is what i'm saying
1: oh he was a it's it's a Honestly, his arm
0: was straight whereas you got well you got Murali. who's there's a bit of a debate there Murali. In fact, this, this is a good question for you guys. Who do you think was a better bowler, Shane Warne or Murali? Murali, obviously, with a hundred more wickets. But Shane Warne, the way that
3: Murali... Warne played, a, played on a lot less spin conducive pitches and against a lot better opposition. Mm-hmm. Also,
1: there's no controversy about Warne's bowling. So yeah. yeah,
3: But even even leaving aside the controversy over the action, I think Warne played against better opposition on less conducive pitches.
1: But yep. speaking of the big one
0: oh john i've got something to break i've actually got some breaking news for you guys have you guys
1: heard about the wait are we let what, it what's what's like the um like the content rating on this
3: podcast? yeah no ah say whatever you like just as long right. as you're happy for anybody to download it and listen to
0: it it's just it's just a it's just something that i saw Unlikely. The the day. This um, is not
3: the warning sex tape that leaked is it Oh, have you seen photos? It. Oh, it is. <laughs> have, you, have you seen the photos? I've seen the photos. I haven't seen video, but I have seen photos. All right. So let me let me, let me just break the,
0: the let me just break the head. Warnie's had a sex tape in the
1: last week, and you think I could be talking about something else?
3: <laughs> I didn't know if it was in the last week. I only saw it this week. I mean, it could have been out yeah, this years. it was only this
0: week, man. It was only this
3: week. <laughs> anyway, all
0: right. So we'll we'll get into it. I don't know if Jimmy's heard about it, but um, I have not so no, i'll show you your photos yeah yeah, yeah you have to anyway um so the headline is cricket star Shane Warne had four way with his lover and two sex workers at his 2.7 million dollar west london home that was so loud it worked the neighbors and that is the headline and then you flick through a couple of photos and i don't know how they manage this we with jude and i have talked in depth about this, but not sure who took the photos, but um, they're pretty revealing photos.
2: Oh, good I know, grief! I
0: don't know if you can see it on the podcast, but um, we're showing it through the live camera here, and Jamal is yeah, it's it's pretty graphic. Hey,
1: Jimmy, do you need to give them like a description for the people who obviously are not are not watching?
2: No one's watching. It's a podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't have
2: to. That's totally. It, it's quiet. just four naked people and Warnie hitting the. Uh, I don't know, hands on his head, just laying back,
3: having a good yeah, time. <laughs> Nira, Nira, he's never done that, has
1: he? <laughs> no. Oh, no way. That's why you think Mourney's better, Ash, yeah, isn't it?
3: That's
2: Absolutely. Mourney yeah, tagged Elizabeth Hurley. That's what,
3: yeah, Jamal and I declared Nat Fife the greatest player of all time before. At oh. least Perry. Oh, my
2: God.
3: Why did you he- say that?
2: Have you seen his haircut?
1: That's-
2: <laughs>
1: Grim as fuck. That's definitely not a parameter for being the greatest player of all time, I don't think. No,
2: that's fair.
1: (laughs) I don't even like that. He's not even the greatest player of this generation, is he?
3: I possibly wasn't being serious.
1: Yeah, I can tell that from your scarf, Ash. That's
3: (laughs) fine. Yeah, let's go through Richmond's
1: line. That's that's some shade right there. (laughs) He's wearing a Richmond one. That's fine.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
2: I've, I've switched. (laughs) <laughs> Mate, all have won more games in the last four weeks in Richmond.
1: I know, but I think most teams have won more games in the last four weeks in Richmond. And four, four, <laughs> Jamal... Fitzroy Ford, have almost
3: won more games in the last four, month in Richmond. Yes. Four
1: weeks ago as well, I said to to Jell, Richmond aren't going to lose another game this year. Oh, and
3: that's,
2: that's tough. We <laughs>
1: haven't happened. won a
0: game since then. Oh, The <laughs> goal was really hard, wasn't it? And then Collingwood this week, last weekend was just the icing on the cake. That was so childish. You're silly. like you're like 30 points up as well. What happened?
3: It was so silly. We're on just... the bright side, you're like three dollars 30 tomorrow night. I don't know. Yeah, that's not bad. A bit of value there, isn't there? Against a against a Brisbane side that got hammered last week and Hipwood's out with an ACL.
2: Mm. It's an ACL. Yeah, yeah the ACL in the end. I
0: did hear that. That's a bit rough. Hugh Greenwood got away with. I think it was a high grand. I agree, PCL or some something, something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm not a medical expert. It wasn't as bad. Yeah. yeah, quite a
3: few PCLs this year.
0: There has been not as many ACLs
3: and syndesmosis. Sindersmosis
0: is the new famous ACL. Sindersmosis is making a return, isn't it? it? Is, no, yeah, it is in a big way. Yeah, unfortunately, who? Are they, how many Richmond players out with syndesmosis? I don't know. I couldn't name got oh, them. Bol- Bolzer, Bolter Bol- and who was the other one? Um, Lambert. Both no, out. another Backman. Broad, Broad, yeah, Broad's out with a synostosis as well. Yeah, so that's a, that's a, and that's a pretty long injury
1: now. I don't think Floston played on the weekend. I've lost him
0: on it, or, or did
1: no, he... Floston's
3: not his synostosis. He's got something else. I think, but oh. he didn't
1: play though, did he? Like our backline's pretty um weak at the moment, isn't it? Mm. Yeah,
3: well, your whole your
1: whole side's pretty weak to be honest. You just yeah. don't... well, you're
3: S, so yeah, well, yeah. we're yeah. above you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> How long since you won a final? Hasn't it been like some... <laughs>
3: there we go. There it is. it. There it is. It's been a while. All you need to say. <laughs> yeah. Um. The elimination final, 2004, against Melbourne. What a day! I was there. I was six. You there? Yeah, I was there. You I was have not. The, there the next week when we got beat by along.
1: And then a starter ripped you guys to smithereens.
3: No, Asada found us not guilty and then Wada and Andrew Dimitri orchestrated the biggest stitch up in all of sports. Who was your old
0: captain again? What was his name? Didn't the you judge. have a, didn't you have like a yeah, coach or
1: something called Spike or Dose or someone?
0: Uh Dank. Bank. His name was Dank.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he wasn't the coach. He was the in charge of like the oh. What would a dark
0: you? day. That would have been a depressing time. Not well, for future
1: reference, Ash, I don't know if you've got any connections with, with anyone up in Essendon, but don't get somebody who's a supplement coach whose last name is Dang. <laughs> <laughs> because they've changed that... Like intentionally for a reason,
0: and they're about to fuck your life.
3: up. <laughs> you know, he was in Ooh. charge of the supplement regime at Geelong from 2007 yeah. to 2011. You
0: wonder Boom ended up selling on. You should
3: release that. Yeah, quite possibly. But I mean, he was in charge of successful football teams. It's not as if we plucked him off the
2: streets.
1: Yeah, but he also works for the streets. So it's kind of.
2: It's- <laughs> yeah. It's a conflict of interest. Yeah, i tell you what, I'd like to
0: know what Stephen Dank is up to nowadays. Dank shit. Yeah, for sure. Dank 420 memes,
3: I think. I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, either. good one, man.
1: <laughs> Thanks, man.
3: <laughs>
1: Ash, who are Essendon playing this way?
3: Uh, oh, north in Gold Coast. I actually I actually tip north. Very,
2: very although,
0: nor- very far north Melbourne. Although Cunnington <laughs> pulled out. Did you hear that?
3: I In did hear Britain. that. It yeah. Happens that, and Honestly, back. I
0: reckon that's the difference between you winning and losing, right there.
3: Yeah. I did, well, I did, I did I see mean,
0: take. I reckon Cunnington
3: should be all Australian.
1: All right. Who's got a better pullout game?
3: It will be tough. <laughs> 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 it will be tough. It will be tough this week that we're, we're playing. We're playing a real <laughs> AFL side this week. It won't help. Yeah. Actually, very well might
1: lose. Think about it. They just bet West Coast. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, Jamal and I were there last time Essendon played North.
1: Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Wait, I was there last time Richmond played Saints, and we won by fifteen goals. And then, like three months later, we got slapped by them for no reason at all.
2: You could throw- yeah, for no reason, they're like, "Fuck it, why not?" Literally, it was.
1: I think it was illegal in certain states, Jimmy, but it wasn't in the state that they played in. It's you can't even do that. You can't, you can't <laughs> beat someone profoundly by fifteen goals. And then lose to him like within the same year. That doesn't, there's did something you, behind the scenes. Did
2: guys there. see the thing where they had 19 players on the field at one point? Yeah, I did yeah. see that. That's so like, How does that happen? In seconds. <laughs> Don't you just look back at the bench and be like, oh, there's only three of them?
3: Yeah, there, what, is, what? There, there is a guy literally employed by the AFL to stand on the bench and be the interchange steward. Yeah. Yeah. Is his
1: name Stephen Dane? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, that's where at, at the risk of going back to something that I shouldn't go back to. Did you just try and say before who has a better pullout game, Ash or Ben Cunnington?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how I don't know what to say. In that. I mean, it's an obvious ben Ash is his trash. <laughs>
3: right, Ash, Ash has no children,
2: so that's true. <laughs> he's thinking, he's oh, yeah. thinking hard about that one.
1: I don't know how to get back to that. Yeah, that's a good point, Ash. Well done. Well protected and keep up.
3: On that note, did you see Georgia Savona pregnant? What? Really?
1: Did not see that. Shout out to George Savona. Congratulations yeah. on the pregnancy.
4: Yeah. Well done, <laughs> well done, what up,
0: mate? What up, mate? Derek and Alex are feeling right now? <laughs> Poor soul. Did Shark date her? Yeah, he did for ages. Yeah, he did
3: for
0: ages. And then I reckon, I reckon Sharik reckon and Alex had a bit of beef for a bit there. I didn't even know. Yeah, for sure. I didn't even know they did. Yeah. Sure. Wow.
3: That does ring a bell, actually. That's
1: taking it back. Who's she married to, Ash? Do you know?
3: They're not married, but she's dating Harley English. What? The yeah. Dali? <laughs> yeah, from Darley. Ah! <laughs> I mean, she's from Back Marsh, so that's probably not Horribly that is a love I, uh, story.
2: I was going to say that's the Capulets and the Montagues, as far as I'm concerned.
3: He came to our um, reunion, didn't he? With her,
2: <laughs> did he? Oh, I well,
3: Gel was <laughs> the only one there.
2: Yeah, yeah, true. Because right.
3: Jamal got called to work, and Jude, despite trying to be kidnapped, wouldn't leave the house. Present, present. You definitely weren't,
0: but yeah, that no, was a good night.
3: I reckon Georgia walked in with a. With Harley and Jacob McCluskey. That's yeah, look, I
0: also heard Jacob McCluskey was there, and I did not see him either. No, I a little bit too busy with with off Sam Gray that
3: night. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he was there in the afternoon. He left. No, you were too busy sneaking into the other function and failing to get free drinks.
1: Yeah, even though there was a tab,
3: the- <laughs> even though there was a tab, ordering something that wasn't on the tab, and then having to pay for it, then having his
2: card decline.
0: Yeah, and then McCord had to transfer money in front of everyone. It was yeah, it was that's embarrassing.
2: Fun. That's a bit tough. <laughs> when, it, when it declines, and you're like, "All right, sorry, I only have six dollars in my account." <laughs> know, transfer.
1: Wait, yeah, pretty much. So um, shit's been popping off on the um. I don't know if you know Jimmy, but Jell and I both work on the coronavirus hotline.
4: Wow, well,
2: and- no way. I know yeah.
1: it's pretty fried and and also we're SMEs. so what subject matter experts yeah we're subject matter oh my matter.
3: fuck sorry
1: so we get to <sighs> we, we don't even take no. it off and we just answer the other agent's questions and and off the record <clears throat> <laughs> I don't have a clue what's going on. Off
2: the record, you're being broadcast
3: on Spotify. <laughs> I doubt we've
1: got any followers. You, did say, you that didn't say any organisation names or anything like that. I did say what I, who I worked for. At this I think that was my first sentence. But say, I'm not saying now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Run back the tape. <laughs> I'm anyway, sending this snippet to Kay. Is I she still your boss? Uh, she isn't. No, no, she's,
1: she's, 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 yeah, she's moved on to bigger and better things yeah, now. She's yeah. So different. she's your boss's boss. No, she's in a different department. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're not affiliated.
3: Transferred so we, the fuck away from you. And and she got
0: sick of us like coming out with just chatting about answering calls from people that were not happy what was going on. Yeah. Much. And then
1: since Kay's left, Jell's been sick like probably a third of his shifts. He just can't make it. <laughs> I think there's something going on with him. But he's been calling in sick. There's no repercussions anymore. So it seems <laughs> <laughs> has been calling in sick. Really yeah,
0: well. we, we call in sick and then we just. I do. And then go, and go then to my, my shifts. You, no, you said the other day, You, I reckon you've missed the last month. Mate, just I've been popping no, off.
1: Why the fuck didn't you
3: call in sick last Saturday morning then and stay out in Melbourne?
0: Exactly. We
3: exactly. could have gone to see Jamal and la Dar and got free tequila.
0: Yeah, well, sometimes you just get to stay at home and save the world, don't you? Yeah.
3: You did stay home but, and save the world. You uh, caught the train to Balan and then drove home half pissed.
0: Yeah, mate, but- we had... Nah, look, when I got in the car... I was fine and I did the math and we were, we were are all good. You did the math, so it's fine. Yeah. All right.
2: Gel famously known yeah, for maths
0: math. <laughs> he, he is
1: he
3: is a math swiss.
1: I'm the firm <laughs> king. But anyway, the reason why I brought up the um the coronavirus line is because I would just want to quickly share a funny story from a caller. And probably I can't do that, but anyway.
0: Um you definitely can't, but you're to do it anyway.
1: Yeah. So Mr. Anonymous calls up and he's like, um, it's like as soon as we answer a call we we say welcome we do our little intro and he just instantly was like no I want to be anonymous and I was like Jesus okay um (laughs) you can be anonymous I'll just need to get a postcode he's like I'm not giving you that why do you need my postcode and I was like so we know where you're from mate what and then he was like um nah nah and I was like all right well which state?" and he was like I'm not giving you any info and I was like okay even though legally or technically we can't do anything until we get at least a postcode so I was like listen I'm just gonna guess your state okay so because I just need to before we can move on so I just guessed New South Wales and then he was um and then I was like okay anyway how can I help you today and he's like oh I need you to help me find my nearest vaccination clinic (laughs) and I was like how the fuck am I supposed to find that when you're not even telling me which state you're in? And he was like, "Oh yeah, okay, I guess I'm in." <laughs> <laughs> There's always a few of them, to be honest. Yeah, and anyway, that oh, yeah, that nut job was a highlight for me yeah. recently, so I had to share it with with,
0: with yeah. the podcast. Not gonna lie, it's been an interesting experience doing the doing the the line the, the national COVID helpline uh, over the past two years. Probably it's probably been two years almost, year yeah. and a half.
3: Who? What the fuck? Definitely yeah. hasn't been anywhere
0: near two years. No, you're right, but probably up to a year and a half.
3: <laughs> he's just taking it down twenty. <laughs> I
0: did. I did try correct myself. Better. Yeah, but we've yeah. always said Joe was the math man around here. Exactly, we've already established that, so we
1: know. True, the, he, he
3: did declare himself the further math king. If he's within twenty five percent, it's probably. 25%. If
1: I've got my if i got my Cas calculator with me, then I'm all sweet. Do you guys remember in year ten when Joe failed in the exam when he already had an oh. exam? <laughs>
0: i not he, gonna lie. If it was gonna be any subject, I'm glad it was up here. Anyway. He already had
1: a copy of the exam, mate, <laughs> for the exam, and found a way to fail the exam. And he knew what questions. Were didn't be doesn't asked. mean I looked at it though, did I? What? Who the? <laughs> f-
0: well, the only reason I got in trouble was because I told Nav that I had it, and Nav's like sent to me. But you failed, and that. then and then so that's not even the issue. Sh- you still somehow found a way to get the question. Yeah, well, from. I don't. I don't understand how that's surprising <laughs> <laughs>
1: the big issue here is why i think that's weird i'm sorry
0: but i failed god lessons so there's a reason why i'm not a catholic <laughs> or an anglican for that matter i mean that's just entirely irrelevant i'm pretty
1: sure but yeah is, you know.
0: all right whatever <laughs> whatever wait a
3: second have you two moved
0: yeah Not well yeah te- well technically we own two
3: houses at the moment yeah are you in the old house now yeah, yep. we are. Yeah.
0: There's nothing
1: here, so we're moving everything out. Right. That's Kay's bed that I had to it, disassemble and a piece. Kay, did you say Kay's bed? Wouldn't that also be your bed? I mean, yeah, I guess so. But I, yeah, I, get, yeah, I guess so. She I paid for it. Our bed. He's in and
2: the then, doghouse. house.
1: And then, Jimmy, you, know, you haven't seen him, but this is Bentley.
2: Oh, g'day, mate. I He's pretty stupid
0: looking, isn't he? <laughs> He looks better than Gel. Oh, yeah, thanks. He's probably less hairy. Probably. Doesn't shed as much. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't need doesn't <laughs> as much attention. <laughs>
2: That's for sure. He does look a bit slow. Sorry, mate. Sorry, Bentley.
1: <laughs> he
2: is a bit. Hey. Small.
1: He was the runt of his litter. So I got him on a discount. <laughs> Just like you.
4: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: Ash, don't pretend you're not the runt of your litter
3: either Actually, same applies to everybody in this podcast, I reckon (laughs) That's a good point Emily Jell is fucking fine
1: I mean, that's just not what we're basing it off But I also agree
2: I was going to say, I was just like, is she of age yet? Probably (laughs) (laughs) She's
3: also on the coronavirus hotline as well Is she? I'm I'm calling tomorrow
2: Is the Corona hotline just a who you know? (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, no, it's just us three.
2: Ballarat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we had 17,000 people in queue today. <laughs> 14-hour wait time. <laughs> just to tell them we didn't know. And like I said, we're me? So it's only, it's only Emily that takes the calls. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, no, I don't know how much truth there is to that, but anyway. I'm just going to go to the bathroom, guys.
3: And then when he gets back, I want to hear one or two of your segments that you bring into the table. All right,
0: wait, where's your phone? All right, when he gets back, when he gets back.
4: It's on the table, I
0: can't see it.
3: He's lying. Wait,
0: we got it. All right. Jamal, we on. may as well just go completely
3: back to front with the whole order and just do yeah. the segments and then go footy it in. Yeah. Because as always, we'll we'll to to footy get back. talk will just drag on forever.
2: Yeah. No, absolutely.
0: By, all the right. time we, by the time we finish, we'll all be in lock-up. Lock lockdown. Lock, lockdown. Honestly, we probably will be. Just over two hours.
2: Fucking hell. How do we feel about it? ah, oh, oh, mate. Five. They've always said five's a lucky number for lockdowns. Did they? <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but yeah, we'll go with it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Nah, I'm so I should... ready for this
3: lockdown. I've brought my office phone. Very oh,
2: nice. <laughs> Room service. Uh, <laughs> right. We still don't know the postcode yet.
1: What's that? We still don't know the postcode. What do you mean? I mean, not the postcode.
3: <laughs> the password. <laughs> wow, that's a double whammy, rather. I've been working too much. <laughs> Actually, Jamal, did I say when I like first started at this job? Did I tell you about the guy, the superannuation guy that I was trying to get off? No. That had, like, i have like <laughs> three crazy. <laughs> He had like three hundred thousand dollars in penalties. Oh, good God! We
4: got,
3: <laughs> we, uh, we, got we got word today: the ATO has decided to remit a hundred percent of his penalty. He got his entire three hundred thousand dollar penalty wiped.
2: Who was this? Oh, you got him off.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, I got him off. Well done. It's about time I got somebody off. that's a that's a a life-changing amount of money right there it's only taken 23 and a half years but he's done it that's
2: now you get paid to get people off
0: (laughs) 23 and a half years is a pretty good build-up though
3: yeah I thought so.
0: what happens if you take bribes like what if someone's like look i'll give you a bit extra if you make sure i get off
3: i'm just definitely not disclosing that (laughs) also i'm not the judge So I'm trying to get them off, but it's really not up to me. There's got to be a better one.
4: It's like fixing a race, isn't it?
3: Yeah, if you are – yeah, but in the race, I'm the jockey. Like, if you give a jockey extra money and say, yeah, try and win – Ash, in the race, you're the little grey – you're the little rabbit. Yeah, I'm the rabbit of the greyhounds, Chase. That's true. (laughs) I'll say the best you
2: could probably do is – And
3: Judging on present state, they've caught me by 50 metres into the race.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a good one ash i like, I like that by you Thank Ash, you. is that your apartment
3: yeah no man i'm sitting in somebody else's apartment it's pretty,
0: cool. it pretty nice when i was there the other day were you there yeah i was uh, when i was watching the crows go down by the wall yeah
3: he, he came sat on my couch vaped the apartment out and then we left <laughs> and then we then we sat in our seats and Eddie had and he kept vaping into just into other people's faces. Yeah, <laughs> i smoke. So I was bulb. doing the old. Like, would, he would breathe oh, in yeah. and breathe out fully and then he just go, I oh, shouldn't have done that. And then five <laughs> minutes later he'd do it again. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: That's pretty fine.
0: I only did it once, but yeah, it was a bit outrageous.
3: In fairness, the roof was open. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, you're right. You're so right. You're so right. Eddie, Eddie had a <laughs> night with the roof open, if it's a nice night. Fantastic.
2: Freezing. Freezing. Yeah, Yeah, but really
3: not. It was pretty cold.
0: Yes. Nah. Look, to get onto footy, that was a pretty disappointing game. I think Adelaide are going to be hard to watch for the rest of the year.
3: Well, they can't be harder to watch than they were Friday night. Yeah,
0: you know what? You're so right about that. Look, obviously with Tex coming back in, that's a massive, massive inclusion. I don't reckon we can win many games without Tex in there, to be honest.
3: Yeah, that's a fair call. I also didn't
0: realise Himmelberg
3: was a late out. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Dune D- 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 obviously you know, committed, well, not suicide, but...
0: Pretty much, pretty much. And yeah, obviously he's out this week as well. So there was, yeah, a couple of big outs that last game. Luke Having Brandt, said that,
3: was the lowest ever score at Dock. Yeah, it
0: was. Yeah, obviously there's been worse injuries in the game and teams have scored better than that. But yeah, disappointing game to go to, to be honest.
3: As Jamal pointed out before, in the game that Essendon were up 94-0 to at quarter time against the Gold Coast, the Gold Coast still scored 60.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's so true. it's just
1: our trash Adelaide is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Well, we we'll shit. And we've definitely got a lot of holes to, to fill before we're a competitive team. But mm.
3: You know what, Jude? You're right. Let's move on to a better side. Um, how are Richmond tracking?
0: No. Oh.
3: Hey, how do you leave the group? How do you leave the
0: group? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, how are they tracking?
1: We're tracking above both Adelaide and Essendon and Hawthorne (laughs) for that matter. So we're doing just... All right, for a team... Well,
3: you're below
2: Essendon.
1: Oh, whatever. Maybe on the ladder, but not in spirit or <laughs> <laughs> premierships.
2: Spirit <laughs> or wins you. Well,
3: you you're definitely below Essendon in premierships yeah, and so, probably wait, Hawthorne. I should, have, I
1: should have had an asterisk next to that. I was meaning from 2017 through to 2019. How, how about
0: um, we go through some
3: of that? In- actually, years? in 20
1: 20- <laughs> Not 2020. Right, <laughs> I'm starting to panic here. 2016 to 2020. There you go. The bracket. <laughs> Why 2016?
3: Oh, I don't know. Why Why not? I hey, we...
2: We just wanted to give Tom Boyd a bit. Well, well, the Bulldogs won the flag that year.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: nah. Scrap 2016. And we'll scrap 2019 as well. Just.
2: just... Well, you won the flag in 2019. 2017, 19 and 20.
3: <laughs> 20... <laughs> Come on. You've had a shocker here. <laughs> the one year you haven't excluded was 2018 when you got Mason Coxed. Yeah, <laughs> we got six
0: foot
1: Man, ten. That
3: was a big time. <laughs> we oh, got, that was that was the other thing I meant to say to you. And I can't remember whether I did. I think I said it to Joel. You should have come to see East on Saturday. They good. The full forward kicks 17. Jesus 17. against who? Joel Atavi, who used to play for Bunny No. 17. Joel yeah. a- I know Joel. Against, yeah. against Melton South. Yeah, he plays for Williamstown in the VFL, but he got dropped. Wow. Got dropped a few weeks ago and played a couple of games at East, but I would say he'd be back at Williams. Oh well, there's no footy this weekend, so you
2: know. Hey, when you kick seventeen, you'd like to think you get promoted to the uh, to the seniors.
3: You would think so. Yeah, he kicked four, five, four, and four. That's so wow. close. What the heck? Okay. He was,
0: I, I remember watching him. Um, I think it, yeah, when we were last year, at, we thought Unai. And And Dan and I, Dan and I would. Do the the stats for the firsts and we and we watch him and he was just still coming through the ranks. He would have been maybe 18, 19, but he was just bigger than everyone and just clunked and just kicked goals. Like he was a good player. Yeah. Well yeah.
3: after after that year, that summer he went and trained at the SNM VFL side. Mm, yeah. At which at which time the coach of the Essen VFL side was Dan Jordan, who used to be the coach at East. True. And he said if you want to make it at VFL level or at AFL level, you have to play a better standard. So we moved to East.
1: Yep, yep. How does he go? Um. <clears throat> did you say? Sorry, he played VFL.
3: Yeah, I played at. Williams. He plays. He he used to play at Essendon and then he moved to Williamstown. And he plays at how, Williamstown how does he now.
1: Play there, reckon on. Oh, you wouldn't know.
3: I I've seen a bit of him because some of the VFL games are on KO, but he struggles a little bit because he's normally like the third forward. Mm. So yeah. So he's not the big target, which for a guy that's that big and that athletic, it's not good. Williamstown
0: are quite a good team for no AFL affiliation. I'm pretty sure.
3: I think they're they're sort well. of lower part of the eight, aren't
0: they? Right. I don't know. Well, I have definitely seen them do quite well in finals recently, but
3: Jeez, I wouldn't
0: know. Yeah. You get a few of those teams in the VFL, like South Southport, I think they are. Like they're yeah. just
3: Port Melbourne. Port Melbourne have always been good. Gary Ayers is the coach. Is that is that Southport? No, Southport are from the Gold Coast. Are they? Who are now in the VFL? Yeah, okay. Because the VFL now encompasses all the Sydney teams and all the Queensland teams. No, but not Gold so, uh, Jamal Which one, the other day Jamal saw Box Hill versus Aspley, who was some yeah, like yes, fourth-rate right
2: side from Queensland. Mate, it's I have got to see Maddie Eagles live in the flesh. All right.
1: Really? What's what? yeah. huge? He's such a social media presence. Actually, I swear I see him on every single video. He was one the, the one
0: that one rookie. No, one. He won, he,
1: no, he won the
3: recruit.
0: Yeah, recruit. That's it. Yeah, with Vossi. With Rossi. Got him to Brisbane.
3: All right, sound off. Who should be the next Collingwood coach?
0: Oof. So, from what I've been hearing, they don't want Harvey.
3: I don't know. They just don't want
0: Harvey. I think they want to go someone big. Someone big. And what? here's the coach that I would love to see Collingwood get. Probably not what's going to happen. But I'd love to see Choco Williams get the job. Because... Choco! Yeah. <laughs>
3: last time he coached, like, I think I think he, I think he's right in the hunt.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. From what I've been hearing at Melbourne, he's been like literally like everyone just props to so much. Like that a lot of the time they, they give props to him after a win and stuff.
3: I'm if, also hearing that he might he might be a better development coach than the senior Yeah, Yeah, so I, Brendan I McCartney style.
0: He's probably past it, but I mean who knows? But I'm pretty sure he used to play at Collingwood and i did hear something he maybe even used to captain them as well. I'm not Did too you? sure if that's if that's fact or not but that's um, what i and anyway go, like, go with
3: that on the podcast with that let's go let's maybe. go with it's a hard one to research
0: but I mean he's ex collingwood anyway when he played there and he was if he was a captain he was captain that's pretty big and also I reckon with what's happened with collingwood recently just with um you know with a lot of you know there's been a lot of racial stuff flying around with with Lumumba and all that sort of thing. And I reckon it'd be a, a bit of a redemption move from Collingwood to do something like that. I think they've they've this past year they've been on the down, they've had all this board stuff going on. And then obviously on the field with Trelaw going and obviously Stevenson and Buckley. I reckon they need something, a good story like that to go their way. And I reckon Mark Williams has he's proven himself as a premiership coach at Port. Why can't he do it again at Collingwood?
2: I've just looked it up. He was captain of Collingwood, so good shout. Yeah, let him go. Uh, Fair
3: enough. Yeah, that's who you think should be coach of Collingwood. Who will be the next coach of Collingwood? Who will be coach?
0: That's a completely different story. Well, it's not Sam. It's not Sam um, Mitchell. Correct. Could it be Clarkson?
3: I said this to Jamal before. I keep hearing these rumors that Collingwood have signed Clarkson for five years.
0: Who Who do you reckon Clarkson is most likely to go to? And I'm guessing it's just going to be
3: out of. Carlton and Collingwood, but I Clarkson doesn't strike me as the kind of coach that wants to rebuild. So I like Collingwood. I don't think are completely in a rebuild phase. I think they've got enough potential.
0: I think Carlton are further ahead than Collingwood in rebuilding stages, at least.
2: Uh, It it might take. Clarkson to get like because Carlton have so much talent, and we say this at the start of every year. You look at their list and you're just like they have a million number one picks, and you think how yeah, not good yet. I don't
0: yeah, I I definitely agree, but I think over the past couple of years, I think it's been building up. And I reckon this was the first year where they're like, right, Carlton, top eight. Otherwise, it's a failure of a year. Like the last couple of years it's still been a bit of a rebuild. Like they only got Sam Walsh, who was pick one what, two years ago, maybe. Hmm. So they're pretty, they pretty low on the ladder. But I reckon this is the year where there's actually been like full expectation on, on, on
2: Carlton, and they definitely haven't lived, lived up to the hype. Because right, what are they? They're 13th, and yeah. they're, they're not touching the eight. They're, yeah. I guess. And and if they like, Yeah. Uh, look, if they, all... if
3: they have
0: a good run home, maybe. But obviously... Think, on...
3: uh, having said that, they win this week. They're probably above Richmond, are they? So
0: Yeah, well, that's true. Well, <laughs> I guess that's more of an indictment <laughs> on
3: Richmond. All right, let's get to these segments that you bring into the table. All right, these big segments that are going to launch your spin-off podcast out in the fall. All right,
1: what? what are the odds out on the fall? Never makes it, but in, in the off chance, uh, yeah,
3: a dollar o one.
1: All right, so I've lost bets that I've placed for a dollar one. So anything's possible.
3: Anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> anything's possible, and you've got as bad a punter as Jude on board. Oi, oi. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that's something I'd be crowing about that you've lost bets at $1.01. Oi.
1: <laughs> Sometimes you don't know who's going to win in the under 16s netball in Jamaica. You just can't really back <laughs> research in that well sometimes you just don't know all right you don't know what you don't know and there's nothing you can do about that next <laughs> time you just have to do a bit more research before you bet on that
2: it sometimes forms out the door when it comes to rivalries in the under six
1: oh, oh, dude in jamaica it's it's out of control <laughs> like that first division <laughs> i've got in that high school league oh my god <laughs> You can't pick it. I'm just gonna ignore those those juicy markets from now on.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, juicy dollar markets.
1: One. one, The juicy what?
2: Those juicy odds are at actually... oh. a <laughs> dollar one. Yeah, juicy.
1: Um. All right. Anyway, that okay. Oh, so,
2: Ryan Myers fell over kicking a goal. Oh, oh wait, he's running. I'm about, on 10, I'm about
1: ten seconds behind you guys, so I get to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jelly, oh, that,
2: that's it for the multi.
1: grind yeah. Brian Myers, ready?
2: Nah, watch this. This is fucking unreal.
1: He's taking it dead seriously as well. <laughs> we are get some commentary. <laughs> oh! oh
4: <what? laughs> that's so for, cool.
3: for context, Brian Myers is Jamal's
2: least favourite player in the AFL. Really? Hate Why, hate Why do you hate him? Why do you hate him? Because He always kicks four against us, and he has uh, dreads as a white man. Yeah. oh They're pretty oh, dirty dreads, aren't they? They're yeah. filthy. And,
3: and his name's fucking Gryan. Gryan is not uh, a name.
2: Brian yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah, you, you definitely yuck,
3: can't y- call yourself man.
1: I guess if you've got dreadlocks, you better be called something like Gryan. But
2: <laughs>
3: it still doesn't really Maybe that's the reason why he's got them. Just <laughs> to fit in. But he was like 15,
2: uh, and he's like, oh, my name's Grime, Better get dreadlocks.
3: No,
1: he, I heard actually apparently before he was actually, um, well, before he was born, they were going to call him Sam, but then he came out with little dreddies. And they had to-
2: <laughs> the parents looked and they were like, oh, fuck, it's a grime. Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> it surely has to be whoever was naming him on the birth certificate went to say Brian and somebody like coughed while he said Brian and the doctors just did <laughs> name Brian.
2: I could definitely imagine that
3: happening. <laughs>
0: Uh, All right, yeah. should we get this segment going?
2: Yeah, okay, go on. Rip yeah. The segments, let's go. Do you have a sting we'll for it, it as well? Yeah. Wait, what do you, Hold on. Here he,
0: no, wait.
3: no, wait. No, I reckon they've got their own sting.
2: Really? i have got
0: our own segment here. It's, it's called Who, What, When? I mean, no, 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 no. Um, Just a quick... um.
3: Do you have a sound effect or do you want Jamal to pull up a sound effect?
0: Yeah, get up a sound effect. Yeah. Uh, Maybe really iconic. All right, so... Oh okay. all right. So we got um who what went. So it's pretty much just goes through who someone that's just been like, you know, who, like what have they done this week? That's just a big, big star that's just that's just hasn't lived up to the hype, and he's been like that on the on the on the downhill trajectory over a couple of weeks, and he's he's the who of the week. Now, what what is just uh it's just like a big X factor moment from from you know over the weekend you know the the, the mostly a you know, magical play over over that weekend that's what the what is yeah and then when when is the player that stood up for the for the team when it mattered so that's what we're going with
2: love it let's go ash don't question it
0: <laughs> the first who is the first who is west coast
1: I'll just be honest with you. This is this is Ashes. I mean, Jell's idea. So for you, you're,
0: you're fully supportive of me. I don't know where you're no, at.
1: Well. If
3: it goes well, you'll take credit for it, though. Exactly, I had a different
1: exactly. interpretation of it. Really quickly, my interpretation did. was it's all the same incident. So like, who, Darcy Fogarty? What will be good when he loses some weight? That's like. See, what yeah, I that's was just like the like. perfect
0: example. But I thought it would just be too much to
2: to think it. Okay,
1: so yeah. Th- yeah. Then yeah, you could yeah, just have three, three we're doing three different separate incidents.
2: Yeah. All right. Sorry, random side shot on Darcy Fogarty. Jesus Christ. Oh, I know. Oh, no. Now we discuss this though. We discuss this is so fair.
3: <laughs> he, he, he could be good, but he's trash. It's not yeah. even a drive-by. It's a shotgun out the window. They <laughs> <I> literally walked
2: <laughs> well, up to him and shot what, him execution That's style. your who though. <laughs> yeah. That's your who. The block. Um.
1: Okay.
2: All right. All right.
1: <laughs> wait are we all are we all doing a who each first or are we taking turns saying them all oh we all doing them
0: yeah
2: we all gotta do it. this is your segment
0: no no no, no. this is this is this
1: when is the hamish and andy do a segment do they then oh i guess they do but sometimes they get other people to help do the segment exactly they have
2: a level of planning which we it's, have yeah there,
3: there's, there's normally at least a, at least 20 minutes of this is what we're doing think of something all right, well, um, improvise. Ash. So, who's your what? Oh no, who's, who,
1: who's your who's your who. who's your who
3: in the zoo? I know you guys go first. Yeah, you, Joe. I, I, well, I started off with with
0: West Coast. Now, obviously, every, everyone <laughs> to knows, elaborate to elaborate <laughs> to get down to the point. West Coast, they've been shit. They've been shit with the list they have. Honestly, at the start of the year, I reckon I would have had him in my top four, even my top two. And I would have had them next to Geelong, I think, and, and Richmond probably in the top three. Me too. At the start of the year with the list they have. And they just haven't delivered time and time again. Very similar to Richmond, I suppose, this year. But honestly, I think at the moment, West Coast, when they're fully fit, have a better list. But this year, that just hasn't, hasn't come to fruition.
3: Yeah. I'll t- all right, I'll take the baton. Um, my who is Port Adelaide. Adelaide, yep, that's a good one as they well. They continue to look they're, they're complete flat track bullies, they look great against bad sides, world beaters, and then they come up against anybody around them or above them, and they just cannot get the job done. Yeah, for sure. Um, the, the most in dieting stat on Port Adelaide is the fact that Adelaide have beaten more top eight sides this year than Port Adelaide. Have. The, you're right,
4: wow. Um, you're so right.
3: And we, yeah. we keep expecting, and we keep saying, Oh, they're better at home, they're better at home, but the They've now lost to, what, Geelong in Adelaide. They've lost to uh, oh, Melbourne in Adelaide. Hmm. The Bulldogs in Adelaide. They're, they're, they're just not good enough to get the job done against good sides. Yep, I completely
0: agree. And they beat, what, Sydney by 10 points as well. So that was, I'm pretty sure. And that, that was
3: in the-, the middle of Sydney's real lull when yeah. some of their kids get Back, yeah, were getting tired and just dropping.
0: Yep. And they've got a second win, Sydney. But um, anyway, we'll get to that.
2: Jimmy? Um. My, my who is probably going to be the Giants. Um, they are about as inconsistent as it comes. They'll be world beaters some weeks, and then they'll lose uh, to the Gold Coast. I remember at the start of the year, they started... Or Hawthorne? Yeah, they lost to Hawthorne. And I was like, you start 0-3, and, and I wrote them off. And then they were like seventh for three weeks. And then they lost to like Hawthorne. They've lost to Gold Coast. And they just lose to like they've lost to St Kilda again. They lose to really bad teams, and you're like, what is this team? Because you think they've had all these um, like high picks, even in the last couple of years when they've been good. Um, they were in. When were they in the uh, grand final? Two years. Yeah, ago? 2017. No, 2019.
1: 20, yeah, 2019.
2: 2019. They were in the grand final two years ago. And you'd think, okay, they're going to build upon that. And I know they lost Jeremy Cameron this year, but also you have all this, like, you've been hand-fed by the AFL for 10 years. Yeah. And you'd think they've had all these people come through. Like, you've still got Cornelio around the club. Kelly's sure. good. Yeah, Phil Davis has stuck around. They've got the good Sam Reed. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Hopper in the last couple of weeks has turned into something real nice. So yep. you'd think they'd be more consistent than they are. So.
0: Yeah, but I also reckon they've, they've been pretty heavy with injuries this year. Like, they have a very good list. I mean, they've been fed first-rounders for the, for the last 10 years of their, of their existence. So obviously expect them to be thereabouts, I suppose. But I suppose it's, it's the, uh, the Richmond effect, losing in the grand final and then wigging out in the, ne- in the next year. The Richmond effect. Yeah, well, like same with Adelaide, 2017. How could you even say Richmond when Adelaide
1: went full wig mode? And <laughs> That's your favorite a point shoot, and then just completely got Brett Burton. And <laughs> 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 completely agree. That I don't know what you you're, tr- you're trying to argue against me. I'm with you, mate. But you use Richmond as an example. Yeah, the Richmond the effect. Wig in- as as in- it got beat in- by it's Richmond. Richmond.
0: Completely missing the point here. Oh, sorry. I got Richmond, defensive. I don't know Rich, what the reason... What Richmond were we Effect, doing you beat us in the 2017 Grand Final and we wigged the fuck out. And then you beat GWS in the Grand Final and they wigged the fuck out. That's what I'm trying to say. So it's the Richmond Effect. Oh, okay. All right, well, okay. <laughs> yes.
3: So you lose
0: to Richmond in the Grand Final and good luck the next year is what I'm Completely trying to say. <laughs>
2: fucking dumb and dumber over there. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> but jimmy
1: you did say dude that's a really good point so i reckon the no, way that said, that...
2: that's the point you, yeah <laughs> oh. <laughs> jesus you're oh, trying to argue the awesome. point
1: jesus, that was a long fall from that high <laughs> <horse>. <laughs>
0: uh, but okay. yeah no, i like it jimmy i like it what's Wait, yours
1: um oh okay full disclosure um podcast team i need to leave really soon i need to go do admin but i'll do my who or my yeah, and then I'll and then I have to run what away. What admin do you have
3: to do as a matter of interest? I need to set
1: up a bed before eleven. I need to screw in a bed and and move it into a new house and stuff. You need to and do what to... in the bed?
0: Well, he can he can just be hearing from back there trying to fix the bed.
1: Well, I guess I could just join back in.
0: Yeah, but you'll hear like a lot of screwing. <laughs> That wow. was literally the
1: Again,
3: joke no. I just made. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> actually, okay, you can hey. see that I'm starting to get a little distracted here. Um, <laughs> my, who? my who rolls off Jimmy's who, and I'm going St Kilda for the same reason. They, I don't know if they're good or bad.
3: Very original. <sighs>
1: <laughs> I'm gonna change my who actually, and I'm gonna go with Essendon. I really don't see <laughs> any reason to play in the
0: AFL anymore. No, so who's supposed to be bad? Are you saying Essen has been shit? Yeah, I
1: don't know
3: about that.
0: Not recently, but just historically. So You're that-
3: right. Essen and are awful, and all sides below them on the ladder should be deregistered. <laughs> <laughs> no, it goes you
0: who? Who's been
1: shit? Um. Well, I said Saints, and then I got roasted. So I tried. Uh, go St. Kilda. It's a
3: good. Yeah, place. yeah. St Kilda have had an awful three weeks.
1: Yeah, you can't pick Saints. Well, who, who else lost? Well, Richmond. <laughs> well, we don't always have to go negative. Like we could go positive. How about?
0: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, who's been doing really well lately? Who
1: is? Saint been- Kilda.
0: Saint Kilda has been doing well. They're actually going to be my my when. and they've they've come up they've come up big at the right time.
1: I guess we could do for who we could also do individual people as well, couldn't we? It doesn't necessarily be.
0: Well, I was just saying
1: like who team? like who the fuck are you sort of sort of yeah who yeah so it could be like who. Dangerfield, is he going to come back to his best or never again?
0: Mm.
1: Like That could be a who.
0: Yeah, I suppose so.
1: You're right. right. What do you guys think about that? Like He popped off a few weeks ago when he played
3: Essendon. Essendon. Yeah. Yeah, 34 touches. He was great. Um, For an elite, (laughs) is he the worst kick for an elite (laughs) player in the AFL?
1: Completely. There's a couple of trash ones. Fife's no good. Nah, Fife's a good field kick. Fife's a good field kick. Dangerfield's not a good any
2: kick.
3: Yeah, completely agree with that.
2: Which, he, when you think the game is called football, that kicking would be important. Nah, yeah, he just
1: gets few through purely f- like from his physicality and just his bullishness, doesn't he? Like, he just, he yeah, just like he, he's still
3: him. a great player regardless of his poor kicking. But if he was a good kick, even just a good field kick, he'd, he'd be one of the best. Yeah, be, no, I'm sure. I'm oh,
0: sure he's, he's, he's already
3: a, a Brownlow medalist, so he's already elite. All exactly. I mean,
0: sure those Brownlow years, he probably would have played similar. Like, he's never been a massive. 40-plus disposal couple player. Of times, handful of times. But he's, so always, he's always been deep. kicking, like, one or two goals. Like, when he does go 40, he's always kicked straight. But this year...
3: No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He, he, he always kicks goals, but that's because he has, like, four shots. And he kicks yeah, one, three, yeah, or two, Yeah,
0: but he still kicks goals. That's why he won his Brownlows. No, Whereas he's this year, he's just, he's just missed. He's,
1: he's notoriously... I'm, I swear shit. he used to
0: be notoriously good, and then he turned shit.
2: Yeah. Uh, he's only good when he plays Hawthorne on Easter Monday. Even then, it's because he kicked all
3: these goals from the goal square because he couldn't walk.
2: Yeah, because he kept taking hangers on Chip Frawley.
0: He is a jet, though. I tell you what. What about some of the backmen you have at Hawthorne at the moment, Jimmy? When is Jack- Kyle Hardigan? Give, give, give me your thoughts on 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 Jack Frost, whatever his name is. Sam Frost. Dan Frost. One of the good ones, mate. Mate, mm-hmm. Kyle Hardigan is the was, one need to talk about. He was the whipping boy at Melbourne. I remember he was. He was. He did some some dumb stuff.
1: Speaking of field kicking, that guy's got absolutely no at It. Yeah. He probably shouldn't try and get the ball. Um, Mate, right. He just
0: he just gets the ball, <laughs> runs
1: at it, then he gets caught. He should purely the ball. he should purely he and tackle people because he's quick as fuck, but he gets
2: caught holding the ball yeah. more than most. People. That's the thing. He has a lot of ambition, but very little ability. <laughs> <laughs> like, with the ball and then he's like yeah I've got this I can fucking hang it to the 50s
1: yeah he sees what like Adam Saar does and he can. Do, he's like you know what if he can do it I can do and it then when and people then he kicks, kicks it straight him, down yeah, and then he gets
0: angry as fuck when people get into him but he's all yeah, high and mighty about it yeah, uh, and- right, what about Carl Hardigan? I don't even fucking get him started worst one-on-one defender in the league apparently, apparently. yeah he, he and I does- tell you what, when he was at Adelaide he was actually not bad
2: before he left there is a reason why Adelaide let him go for a fourth round pick. Yeah, <laughs> like everyone, I remember at the start of the season, everyone was just like, "Cool, we've got Frost, we've got Hardigan. That's our backline sorted." I'm like, when you're getting Kyle Hardigan for a fourth round pick from the second bottom of the ladder, Adelaide, who aren't good, like who weren't good. Yeah, they had yeah. one of the like the worst seasons of all time. <laughs> That's not the
0: answer. That's pretty <laughs> no, 100%. Carl Huddigan's actually in the same boat. The only I reason we that. got rid of him was because he had that fight with Billy Franton in the, in the offseason. Do you remember that? That was pretty stupid. That. And then they kept Franton. And they kept Franton of all people. They kept big Billy F And he's <laughs> I tell you what,
1: Since then,
3: the,
0: every team has that one player that you just like, why the fuck is like, who was it last week, Ash? It was um,
3: Tom Cutler, who actually had the <laughs> best game ever for Essendon.
0: Exactly. And Billy Frampton is that player for, for Adelaide. Do you know
1: what's so annoying about Billy Frampton is he he in the VFL he consistently gets like sixteen touches and four goals. Yeah. And then they put him in the AFL and then he consistently gets five touches,
0: starts three fights, kicks four ball. <laughs> And, yep. and it's just it just looks in. like an absolute spastic the whole time it's i hate it it's him. ridiculous you just say like, it's every time he's in our team it's like we're not winning this low-key logan mcdonald does it as well but he's very new so he gets a
1: break but he can't he'll touch be a the ball in the afl he'll be a jet and no, then in the jet. vfl which he's played seconds football for years already knows exactly what he's doing and he gets what 20 and four
3: or something yeah
0: yeah 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 pretty much that last week i don't know if you guys logan was he picked three pick four last year
3: we are across who
2: Logan
3: McDonald is. Pick yeah. three, I think he pick was. Pick three. Yeah, because he should have gone uh, pick he four.
2: He should have... Pick four. Tom Phillips at three. Will Phillips, yeah. Will Phillips.
3: Oh, that's right. Jamara. I forget about Jamara.
2: Google Hagen at one. Phil Thorpe at two. Yeah. Because I
3: still
2: feel Jamara wasn't pick one. How
0: about we um, we redo the last year's draft right now with how they're going this year? No,
3: forget about last year's draft. The hard one was that one I tagged you in, Jimmy. 2015. No, uh, can't say Yeah, yeah, the Darcy Parish year. Yeah,
2: 2015, they had Sam Menengola at 10. Was it 2015? Sam Menengola. Um, I like yeah, him.
3: okay, okay all right, Twenty, Yeah, 2015. So
0: um, yeah, I reckon he's good. I don't know. How, he's probably top 10.
3: Yeah, all right. Everybody do your top 10 from 2015 National Draft. Right.
0: Should we have a So that's the, that's the Jacob Wiedering
3: one. Yep. All right.
0: Okay, let do you wanna, let's make the list and we we'll just do it together? Yeah. Are you getting it up? Yeah. No, you need to put in a, like, oh, the trade.
2: Like, why there. is Patrick Dangerfield at one? Because he got traded, right? I, Makes sense. Here, isn't that? Isn't there?
1: Oh yeah. So we're just gonna list a bunch of players, are we? Yeah, and
0: then, we'll, and then we'll make our ten. All right.
1: Wait, do you want to do top five, top ten? We might be here all night.
3: Oh, I like. Yeah. Okay. How? All right. Fine. Um. All right. Because
1: when it gets from five to ten, it's it's completely like up to your opinion. I reckon.
0: Well, that's the point. (laughs) I I mean, it's just like podcast is one one.
1: Yeah, I I yeah whatever.
0: (laughs) All right. Um. Look, I'm still gonna. I'm just gonna do a quick top five. I'm gonna jump down there and put Clayton Oliver as number number one. Number one, solid number one. I think think Parish has been good but he's only just started to be good, whereas Oliver's been good as fuck for the past, pretty much since he joined the AFL. So I think Parrish may be better than him in the long run, but I think Oliver, I think he's shown more for for longer. And I think Parrish could still potentially go missing once they get more midfielders back. But I'm going to put him, I'm going to put Oliver at one and then going to put Jacob Wiedering at two because... There's no way he's not All-Australian this year, I think. I reckon he's the best one-on-one defender in the comp.
1: Jacob
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. What do you reckon? Yeah, I I tend wait, to... No, wait, no, he's got to do top five, then talk
2: about right. it. Right. About fair it. enough, fair enough, fair enough. Oh, right. we talk talking about one-on-one players in the comp. I think there's a lot of good players who are, like, excellent secondary players.
0: I think you've probably got four other players in the comp that go with him. More... No, Jan- more Andrews.
3: Um Mate, don't you dare disrespect James Stewart again. <laughs> oh, this guy.
1: James Stewart's <laughs> Just Get that it's out like, here, Yeah, anyway. Right, uh, he taught
3: Billy Frampton to shreds on Friday night. Yeah. So you it's, not, care, it's not hard, Ash, man, You would you
2: care,
0: care Billy shreds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're doing, we're doing it too. I'm then going to go... See... Yeah, I'm gonna to have to go probably Parish at three. Yeah,
3: so then... It's a hard draft, hey.
0: It is, it really is. And Jay Gresham is in and around that as well. Hey, Josh Dunkley is also 24. Sorry,
2: Harry Mackay is Harry... we still haven't said Harry Mackay. Oh,
0: Um all right, so Oliver Weedering, Parish, Harry Mackay, and to round out. I'm actually gonna finish with Charlie Kerno because I reckon he's probably gonna be even Ooh. better than. He's gonna be
2: better than Harry McKay, but end of his career.
1: So Interesting. Attention. He can't no. stay on the
2: field. I've like everyone's like uh, there was a article that came out today. Jacob Wittering was just like Charlie Kurno is like kuda feedies on the field, like yep. in training. But like I haven't seen him play since like. I know, but i I'm yeah. pretty sure the last game
0: he ever played before he got injured for two years, he kicked seven.
2: Really? Like he is.
0: He's, he's a powerful... Like he's a Norton-type player. And I think he's probably a couple of years older than Norton as well. I reckon he could come back just as good as Norton. That's what an
3: Echelon... But he kicks straight.
2: Uh, right. Yeah, Norton so, kick for shit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Aaron, I've been, Aaron Norton is one of the worst kicks for goal in the AFL. The only reason his stats look as passable as they do is because when he shanks it, he really shanks it, as and, Bolt style. And
0: most of his marks are literally 10 out. Yeah, like literally in the gold square. So,
3: hey, who's the better player,
1: Darcy? Like, like, throughout their career so far, Darcy Parish or Callum Mills? Uh,
3: probably Callum Mills because Darcy Parish has been played out of position for the first yeah. four years.
4: Yeah, yeah. good point. Um, right. who All right, I'll oh, go next.
3: My redraft. I also think Oliver is number one. Yep. Then I reckon Dunkley. Oh, I didn't even see Dunkley. Yeah, Dunkley then, was- then Harry Mackay... Then
2: Parrish, then Hopper. I think Mason Redman's a bit. James <laughs> <laughs> Stewart in that draft. <laughs> yeah, yeah T- you, you missed like Wiley Buzzer.
3: And yeah, see that excludes Wiedering, Callum Mills, Papley, Tipper, Menegola. Tipper- a lot of good players in that draft. No, I,
0: I'm gonna stick. Th- I'm gonna stick fat with with Wietering. I reckon he's. He's still quite young. I reckon he's going to be a, a the best defender. Mate, the they're all the same age in this draft. It's the same year. Still young, no. But that's yeah. other than Tipper. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah Tipper. Yeah. Yeah. But, for me, like, you, side,
1: <laughs>
2: redrafting is hard for me because like Oliver, I've obviously been great. Parish has been phenomenal this year, but like when I do redrafts, you think of weedering. And you're just like, how many excellent, like, full backs are there in this league? Exactly. exactly. I, think
3: there, I think there's more
2: great key backs than there are fantastic key forwards. It's so hard. That's true. But, like, when I think of players like Parrish, obviously Parrish has been phenomenal this year, but, like, they're not a diamond dozen, but, like, Jai Simpkins getting 35 touches every week. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, I can justify the midfielder thing, but, Gel, back to your point with your redraft. If you're the Carlton list manager and you have to lose one of Harry Mackay or Jake Weidering, are you giving up Harry Mackay? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'm not not a million years.
1: I reckon or oh, I reckon forwards are more valuable. No, like, I, reckon,
3: I, I reckon you've, you've got to have so hard,
1: you've got yeah. to
0: have that that's that's why Melbourne's back. done so this year. They've had this- I look, I agree,
3: but it's a lot easier to teach big blokes to play back and than play if, forward, if, I think.
0: If Carlton didn't have Liam Jones and or we during doing this year, they'd be they'd be bottom three. Bottom yeah, three. but that's
3: because Carlton are awful. But if they didn't have Harry McKay, they wouldn't have Harry picked a they goal yet. They've saved their skin so much this year.
2: To Harry play, play,
0: to play back back complete back. The
2: um, mm? Richmond's 2017 win, you look at the, and their whole mosquito fleet thing when they had five small forwards and Jack Rewald, mm. and you think of their keybacks in Rance and Grimes. Floston's uh, obviously not tall but yeah. kind of a third
0: back. I was secret weapon that, that year was Grimes just always being in the hole like the defense was just rock solid and they just had that, that flow on effect
2: yeah but
3: surely the, uh, the counter argument to that argument is alright from the 2017 Richmond side who would you have preferred to have gone down with an ACL for the year Jack Rewald or Dylan Grimes yeah only like, because there was only one other
0: key forward whereas they had a couple of others def- other defenders to take
3: over yeah but who else is down there for Carlton Charlie Kerno can't get on the park.
2: Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. It's obviously situational, but like we've seen, like just because
3: one one is important to the structure, and the, you need three at the other but end, it doesn't. Got, well, they've also
0: got McGovern, De DeKoning, Casbolt, uh, all these other you know forwards that play down there as well. Whereas they're Richmond didn't really—they're
1: all pretty trash really... except, tr- except DeKoning. Yeah, yeah but they've at least the...
0: got them on the list. Whereas Richmond didn't really play any big forwards that year. They, they didn't play them because they
3: didn't need them, but they had them. They had sort of shitty oh, second-tier big forwards. We
1: had Coleman Jones still.
3: Oh, oh, that, that would have been the answer. You would have won the flag by more. Yeah,
2: that's you would have kept winning.
1: That's what I'm thinking.
3: I love that we got a third of the way through your dynamite segment.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know we got distracted, Jimmy. I want to hear your redraw. It, it,
3: it
2: tends to happen a bit on this podcast. It, that's true. All right, quick update: Grind Myers has kicked a goal, and Geelong are on top of the ladder
3: uh well Brian is good for the multi but the margin is not good for the
2: multi the margin is not good for the multi
3: that was
1: actually one of our segments Ju- gels juicy multi Well,
3: <laughs> oh,
2: that's just copying my multi
3: segment which is just copying mick malloy's segment
2: <laughs> which is copying you know
3: and <laughs> <laughs> um, I- what was your multi ash what was your multi uh it was a shitty one um Geelong to win by less than 40. Isaac Smith to have 20 touches. Uh, David Money to have 20 touches. Uh, Michael Walters to kick a goal. And Grian Myers to kick a goal.
1: My bet that I wanted to do at the start of the day um, that Joel said no to was Geelong to win. This guy
0: loves throwing accusations around, just saying. But anyway. Did did you say that Geelong weren't going to win? You asked and you're like, oh, actually, they're not going to win. And then I agreed with you. And then all of a sudden it was me
3: that... Just I said, I,
1: I, well, that's just complete nonsense, but whatever. Right.
3: Three of the legs are going to get up, but Monday is not going to have 20, and J- Freo are not going to get within 40.
2: I was surprised. Darcy is the leading Fremantle possession getter at 18. So
1: Sean yeah. Darcy's a psycho. I feel so he, bad for He's Lloyd.
3: no Lloyd Meek.
1: I feel so bad for Lloyd. I reckon he needs to get drafted somewhere ASAP. Traded? Traded, sorry. <laughs> or put into. Yeah, but he but
2: does- draft. Back he goes. <laughs> who wait, who's
1: who has to do the top five? Jimmy does. And uh, then Jimmy. I do,
2: and then I need to go. Um fucking top five. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go Oliver at one. And uh, yeah, Oliver at one, Wetering at two. I'm gonna go Harry Mackay at three, Parrish at four, and then probably Josh Dunkley at five.
1: Um, mine's the same as Jimmy's, but I've switched to Parrish and Dunks. I reckon Dunks has
0: been better, even including this year. Yeah, but he's more injury-prone, I reckon. Yeah, but I reckon now it's definitely been established that he's it, quite injury-prone.
1: I know, but if we're redrafting in terms of how good their career has been so far, yeah, oh, yeah, been yeah, you're probably right, for sure. If but... we're
3: redrafting in terms of how good their career has been for the full career, surely Hopper's ahead of Parrish. Yeah, probably, but I don't think Hopper's Hop been like
0: mediocre above, like not yeah, mediocre, but he's been pretty decent for a while. But I'm Parrish at, has just gone to the next. I'm level.
3: adding bulk value to Parrish though, just because this season Parrish has been crazily good since he got moved into the
1: middle. Yeah, like it's almost it's almost worth two seasons of, a, of most people in that draft. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's Tom
2: horrible. Mitchell Brownlow level. Yeah, it's, yeah, but
3: I reckon his possessions do more than Tom Mitchell's. Possessions. I agree. I agree. We, we he gets so cool. many
2: clearances. That hand, pulse, like yeah. Tom Mitchell from yeah. 2018 when we were. Not awful. And the other thing that needs to be stated
3: about all parishes inside clearances and stuff is, lots of the times he's releasing Zach Merritt on the outside. Yeah, exactly. which is lethal. As it's um, such a lethal combination for one of them on the inside, one of me on the outside.
1: Dude, Darcy Parish is breaking records for fun at the moment. Didn't he break your most contested possessions, or was that in the entire AFL?
3: That was like he no at heart he was on track for the most ever contested possessions. He is now the holder of the highest possession game for Essendon yeah twice twice he's first, got the top two first and second thought it was yeah it was quite low was 45 and 44 You're well right. what what, yeah, what was it
1: uh five times before this year or nine times before this year Essendon players gotten over 40 and they've done it five times this year Paris three. yeah I think so Paris
3: three and Merritt twice
1: yeah how mm-hmm. like it's yeah. a different game yeah. isn't it? considering how congested it is now as well it, it's it's real yeah. impressive yeah. And McGrath
3: is a key part of that. When McGrath's there as the third banana, it's huge.
1: Does McGrath just still get next skipper? Or do you, yeah, do you got, think about Paris as late? Like, because Paris looks like a leader when he plays.
3: I, I, I mean, I said this to you and I said on the last pod I would have Merritt as captain next year in a heartbeat. Yeah. But McGrath- if they want to hold on for a couple more years with Heppel, then I think it's still McGrath.
0: Yeah. I reckon they should do that. Two more years of Heppel and then go yeah. to McGrath.
3: I want it to be Merritt next year. Yeah,
0: that's well, yeah. also not a bad option to be
3: honest. I think as much to do with his loyalty in signing this year as much as it appears that he's driven the standards and was yeah. the one that really said, no, "We predict- need to be better. This is what we need to do." I, yeah. Um, What's um Ash? What
1: are what are merit? No, not merit. What are um Parishes and McGrath's
3: contracts looking like? Like are Paris they- so, Paris just signed for another two
2: years. Um, yeah. That'll take take, take him to free agency. Those bells are still going, mate. He's going. Yeah, (laughs) It's on the Harry (laughs) condo.
3: That was how Essendon announced that Parrish had signed. They post a picture of a church because of (laughs) Parrish.
0: That's horrible.
3: (laughs) And it was just a a, a video on loop for like 15 minutes of church bells going. It was just... Worse than Kanga Kanga Kanga. That's like when Elon Musk's... Russell, it was not worse than Kanga, Kanga, you Kanga. Know, 25%. It, was, it, it wasn't as bad as the Adelaide Power stands. Oh. <laughs> oh
2: that's, that's, that's rough. That is rough. Right. Imagine
1: the Richmond players. They'd have been like, what the fuck are they? Is that supposed to be scary?
2: <laughs> uh, it's not the Harker. It's like, for, yeah, there, it was nowhere no.
1: near the hucker. It's, it's their attempt at the hucker. It almost did the
0: opposite effect, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. All right. One more, one more, one more little thing before you go, Jude. Yeah. All right. I reckon let's go. Before th- you go screw in your bed. Yeah. Um
3: one. <laughs> so three, you can screw play. in your bed. One I'm tray. gonna go
1: straight to a fire station actually.
3: <laughs> anyway, one Mate, tray- no no day. need to that, no need for that anymore. We've upgraded to the bed.
1: Yeah, okay. Anyway, sure moving was. on off the record. <laughs>
3: Right. off the record on the recording All right. so out of everyone's
0: individual teams what your dream trade of the off season would be obviously being realistic being realistic yeah okay judy start with
1: okay well, i reckon we've got pretty good picks this year so i think if we just go our two first rounders which i think is 13 and 15 or something we just pick up Chera because i reckon he looks good in tigers, and a bit of youth would be sweet in our midfield it's Pretty old, except for Graham at the moment. So, Chera, along with Graham when he plays in there, Dusty, whilst he finishes up, Koch is already and gone, Bolton. and Bolton. That's good. So, yeah, we would trade. we would use our picks and we'd get Chera. That's my dream.
2: Yeah. And that's I reasonable. I hate that. I reckon that's pretty solid because he doesn't look like he's going to re sign for Fremantle because, like, Fremantle are just he's like, back, I I reckon. Reckon. he seems toy to
1: move. I, and I also, Jimmy, I could just see him in a Richmond jersey. I reckon, like I could just see it. I think he'd be, I think he'd work real well with our team.
0: Yep, no, I completely. And agree. And I reckon he's about to
1: explode potentially. Mm. Yeah, that'd be good. I'd write that.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else got one? Um, I mean, it depends what you count as realistic. Uh, well, and you can tell well, me the truth. Depending
0: on where you finish in the draft, you probably got a high pick, so you've got uh, a- um
3: D- D- Dylan shield in our top pick for Harry Mackay.
1: Yeah, that's not realistic. He's already
3: signed on. That's not happening. Yeah, he's got two years.
1: But he said dream
0: trade. You can trade contract no, really- players. Look at Trelaw. He's just re-signed.
1: If it's if it's any trade, I'm going to trade Dan Rioli for a split trade, and I'm going to somehow get Danfield Fife and <laughs> Dusty's going to age ten years younger. So
2: I would I would trade Daniel Rioli for a new set of fucking footy boots. <laughs> so don't it
1: have to be new and they could be size six <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah,
2: yeah well it's
3: probably it's probably probably this year well this year's second round and next year's first round for ben king then i guess
1: if somebody gave me a yeah. hundred bucks yeah. for Dan oh, Rioli, I, thought, I would reimburse them
3: <laughs> yeah reimburse them 110 bucks
0: Thank <laughs> you for taking them off my hands what, what about a Sam weed and ash
3: no nah. Now, if you're not good enough to get in your team, you are not the dream trainer. I would have also first in the ladder. No,
0: right, what about ben
3: ben Brown?
1: Brown? They're first in the ladder, but they got no forward line. I mean, Ben Brown's not leaving, but how
3: about you go get Ben Brown? No, go get- I, would, I, I would take Ben Brown in a heartbeat. I wanted us to get Ben Brown last year. I honestly reckon it. But Ash,
1: if he's not good enough to be in their team, why would he be good enough to be in yours?
3: <laughs> ben Brown's 100% good enough to be in the Melbourne team. Every day of the week. I can't I'm believe not he's like not been in the South. team. Yeah, he's literally played – what was his first game last I week? don't care how many games he's played. He's good enough to be in their team. I think he's far you know better know than what? Sam Wiedemann. Play, Play better with him.
0: All right. Well, I'll, I'll
3: take Ben King.
0: That's a that's a decent – that's a decent – Because that's what we need. We need a
3: big forward and a big back, and then
0: we're pretty set, I think. Okay. What about you, Jimmy? What Do you, do you trade Mitchell? Well,
2: oh, I
3: don't know. I feel like Hawthorne have got some big plays to do this year. I, I actually no let's go to the one I asked you about before you answer that Jamar. Hmm. Denver Granger Barris for Jamara Uglehagen cool. who says no? No. I for, say no, who's, no. no. Yeah, Jim, Jude and Jill. who says no?
1: I say that's in, in wait, Denver Granger Barris for Jamara. Yeah. yeah. Who wins that? Who wins that? Yeah. No,
3: who say, who says no to that? Yeah. Yeah. I
1: say
0: no. I don't how are they even worth the same amount? That's
3: fraud, isn't it? Well,
0: Granger top five pick, and Jamara was a top was obviously the first was pick. Was won, Darcy was this year. There's another tall four that new, that doggies pick up. Sam Darcy, yeah. Sam Darcy, sorry. Is Granger
2: Paras. Need, need Jamara No. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a
3: yeah, he's a big defender.
2: He's a he's a center half back. He's a key back.
3: Yeah. Because Jamal thinks Hawthorne say no. I think Joel just said Hawthorne say no. Yeah.
1: How much longer does um, does Dunstan have
3: left, do you reckon?
2: Not that long.
3: Luke Luke, Luke Dunstan at St. Kilda.
2: No, Jack Gunston. Gunston. Oh, Jack Gunston, sorry. I don't think Gunston. I would not be surprised if he never played for Hawthorne again. He's had a back injury for about two years. okay.
0: All right. I wouldn't be surprised if I saw him at Gold Coast.
2: Gunston or Jamar? Or Clarko. Yeah, hanging out with Stewie Jew. Yeah. I could so say
3: so Jude. Do you think the Bulldogs say no to that, Jamara?
1: Not necessarily. They've got pretty old defenders. Yeah, so and, and shit defenders.
3: Alex Keith is barely a Melbourne Stars cricketer. He's add a Bulldogs defender. Well, but now I mean, he's the first. Easton
1: Woods getting there.
0: He's not even playing really. Easton Woods finished. Yeah. He... Gardner. Do they have a Gardner? At... Yeah, What's they that? do. But he's pretty fried. Yeah. 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 No, like.
3: If Williams- I agree. It's probably the Hawks that... Say, but again, it would suit the Hawthorne because they need a big forward because Tim O'Brien, after his breakout game, got dropped. Dude, two later. I re- yeah.
0: I've, I also reckon what I like what Hawthorne are doing with building from the back.
1: I mean, on paper, it's, it seems like it makes sense, but I reckon it's hard to, to be pretty confident about without seeing them play a little yeah. bit in the AFL. And you can also, like, no, a-
3: of course, it is. But if that hypothetical trade got proposed at the end of this year,
1: yeah, then you'd probably go for it in both cases, I reckon. Um, if not this year, then if it was imagine, manageable, imagine to do next year. Bordels. That would be even better. Imagine
0: being in the Bulldogs, and they let him go, and he's literally just the next buddy, and they've just let just a generational player go. Yeah, that's go. that's the risk. You know it? what I mean? Like, that's whereas he, I reckon he's just as likely to also wig out as well and just be another Jack Watts. I <laughs> could <laughs> Scott, Scott Gumbleton. Sh- yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah um who's yours jimmy
2: so who would you bring in dream train for they there's so fucking many i think like trent crowed oh, bring back trent Crowe. bring back brad saul clinton young the old Trevor, spanger spanger bang yeah bring bring tom hickey around um, <laughs> yeah, fifth club <laughs> <Been> <laughs> everywhere
3: else Dunstall, play
2: Hawks. <laughs> John Kennedy Senior. Bring Chief back. <laughs> no, I think Hawthorne, If they're gonna trade Mitchell, it's got to be next year. But also, people are just saying trade Omira. Like Mitchell gets to be one of the
0: two. I reckon one of the two.
3: Like because who, who would you get more for? Omira probably because he's younger, isn't he? Yeah,
0: probably. But mm. I think yeah, I just think there's no one that really needs it.
3: A- I feel a- I like Omira's more injury prone.
2: He yeah. is, and I think. Um, Mitchell, as much as he just, like, gets touches for fun without doing anything to our team, I think he could be more useful to yep. a team. Like, if you put Tom Mitchell on Carlton and he gets to release, Cripps could do the, uh, like, nat five half and half up forward, half in the midfield, and then he got Sam Walsh as just, like, a lethal 50-50 yep. runner. Like, that would just be insane. Yeah,
3: yeah. There's a couple of those forwards that would be amazing if they played more forward. is one of those. Yeah. If Petrarca like, played he'd even 50-50 40, He'd kick 40 a year. Yeah, I agree.
1: He's just so good though. It's just wherever you and are. with and
3: with Clary in the middle, if you had another midfielder almost like a Tom Mitchell, you almost could play Petrarca forward just a lot. Forward of time.
2: just ten and a half forward. The not
3: not always forward, but imagine the luxury of having him play predominantly forward, and then when you're when you need a lift in the middle, yeah, Toby
2: played more than in the. Oh, you're yeah, not gonna,
3: I, I could be wrong
1: here, Ash, but from when I watched the footy, it actually seems like he scores more goals when he plays midfield. Like he seems to always be running through, rather than he, running he, yeah, out. Yeah, but he also kicks quite a lot of
3: goals playing forward. I think
1: he does, yeah. and he,
3: and if he played more forward, because he plays like what fifteen percent forward. Yeah, if he yeah. played thirty or forty percent forward and got into the rhythm yeah. of it, he would be yeah. so hard to stop. you yeah. Yeah. and, and like- you and you could change your structures a little bit as well to give him more space. Not quite Pagan's paddock style, but yeah, give yeah. him more space because there's not many defenders in the AFL that could go one on one with him in the air and on the ground.
0: I agree. He'd yeah. probably be the hardest matchup in the comp right now.
3: There'd be a few. Bont would be the same.
0: I don't think you can tag Petrarca. I think you. I think it's pretty hard to tag. To as well,
3: yeah. yeah both so don't days, anyone's,
0: I don't think anyone's got the power to go with Petraka.
3: And to be I honest, danger feels the same for Geelong because he's so tall and so quick. If you played a Pagan's paddock style, if they played a marking person on him, you just kick scramble balls along the ground, yeah. And if they go the opposite way, you just kick in the air, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
3: Like, it'd be so hard to beat.
1: I'm real sorry, boys. I need to run away now, okay. I'm That's gonna be all right.
3: we-, we forgive you. Go okay. screw in
1: the bit. Pleasure for you to be here, mate. Can you give me a beer before you go? I can. Jamal, it was awesome to see you again.
2: Absolute pleasure, dude. It's good to see you,
1: mate. Yeah. Maybe um, maybe we can feature on another one of your podcasts soon. Or even just to catch
2: up at some stage. Absolutely, maybe. mate. Okay. Absolutely. Sweet.
1: You guys are gonna see me running back and forth in the background while I load shit into the car. But you can only
2: feature on future episodes if we
3: can feature on the, the debut episode of Out in the Full. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Yeah it's coming, gonna come coming to come. at you in september 2024 <laughs> well it's it's less
1: of a debut as it is just like a solo album i think so <laughs> we <laughs> just might just off. <laughs>
3: yeah
0: we'll see how
1: it goes
3: a, a solo album from you or gel
1: probably from gel <laughs> to be honest i might be busy but we'll see
0: <laughs> okay all right see you boys Bye. Yeah, buddy. On. see you guys yeah. all right jimmy so what was it what was your tra- dream trade uh, there's so many things wrong with Hawthorne
2: at the moment that we just, we just Do you go forward or midfielder. Um, ugh, we just need a key forward. Like obviously
3: Jamari you Hagen.
2: not uh, <laughs> all end all, but like we need something we can't. Okay. Just to get something off my chest real quick. Um, uh, CJ and Jack Scrimshaw and Jonathan Segler got injured this week. Right. So the segal. What what have Hawthorne he done? Like <laughs> yeah, what have Hawthorne done to uh be in their place in in place of two midfield, uh, two backmen and a ruckman, they've replaced them with one ruckman and two key forwards. Mm. Timmy O is back in this week. Uh, Timmy O is back. Oh, happy watch on Saturday. Mitch Lewis is back. Two key forwards. And Do you reckon they're any good? Eves is back. Timmy no. O is not good. Um, he's. Did take Mark of the century. He did take Mark of the year. Um, Ned Reeves will be good in about five years when he puts on weight. He's about as skinny as I am and about three feet taller than I am. Yep. Um, and Mitch Lewis is going to be okay. He, yep. He's going to be a decent second forward, but like, you like, you just can't be rolling out Mitchell Lewis and um, and O'Brien. And O'Brien and Emerson Jack is in our forward line. Who's going to be a gun? Who who is? You had Kaczynski. He hasn't been too bad. Kaczynski's to been good, but like, <laughs> you look at our forward line this week, and I think we've got five key talls. Mm. Like, you can't roll out five key, key forwards. Uh, uh, to be fair, if you're going to play five key forwards, Melbourne's probably the team to do it. Yeah. Um, just for yeah. bodies against Lever and May, but like, we're just not good enough. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, okay.
0: I think there's definitely some holes to, to fill. Same as Adelaide, I
2: think. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think well, what you were saying about Adelaide before is like how they might not win for the rest of the year. I don't think you need to. Like, yeah, you started the season so well. Tex was like, Tex was kicking bags for fun. Yeah. So you've shown that you can win. I think now you're just like, okay, we're going to tank for the rest of the year and get like a top four pick. Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. build from there. It's
0: not necessarily a tank, I think, but. I think we've 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 done as much as we can. Obviously we've had a few injuries as well. Like we haven't had Crouch and, and Talia all year, which is just, you know, two massive players for us to be honest over the past. two
2: key positions. They're very yeah. important positions.
0: Exactly. So yeah, we've we've been pretty unlucky, obviously with Tex going down as well. But I think we've done quite well enough. I think we're probably gonna finish the year worse than Hawthorne and North, but
2: I I I genuinely think Hawthorne will finish bottom this year.
0: No, I think you've definitely shown signs the last couple of weeks. Like, you had a decent win against GWS. We won,
2: we won against GWS. AWS, yeah, we were there. That was great. And then we lost against Essendon. Then we beat Sydney. Like, opposite way. No, no. Sydney, yeah. Then lost Essendon. Beat then Sydney, look, we lost support and Fremantle. And, we, like, I know it's not a good excuse because we're just a shit team, but we've lost CJ and Scrimshaw, who are just, like, Good Backman for us. Johnston
0: so as well hasn't helped. Like that's a
2: massive hole. We are fully in the tank. Yeah. Like yeah. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if we don't win another game for the rest of the year. Our schedule is brutal.
0: Also, Sicily of all people, Sicily's a huge loss. For yeah, he's probably your biggest loss, I reckon. I've, I've I've loved Sicily. He's great. I
2: I love him. So he, like he's going to be back next year, and like I think this is where you just start playing the kids as shit as they are. I think Damon Greaves is back this week. Oh no. Yeah. Is that Ruckman? Is Greaves and Reeves in? So Re yeah, Reeves is in. Reeves is the big tall guy. He's seven foot tall. Yeah. Damon Greaves is the five foot two redhead um, who can't put his uh put his foot on the ball. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Jell, uh, yeah. what do you reckon the line is in the Hawthorne Melbourne game this week? <laughs> 40. Ooh, close. 41 and a half. I said 37 and a half. Yep. Yeah know yeah. all right i'll, I'll move hawthorne, on hawthorne nine dollars what nine that's that's value melbourne dollar six did you
0: say wow yeah, six honestly I, I suppose you played them earlier in the
2: year didn't you but yeah and we played really well for three yeah. we were even at three quarter time and then they yeah. kicked nine goals in the last quarter yeah yeah i was at that game actually yeah it was they were they were close for a bit and then yeah, last quarter was just. I okay, I reckon I was there with Will Hillgrove, and we were just sitting there. We're like, we're in this, and then Trapt kicked like four goals, and I was like, yeah, yeah, getting yeah. That picket played well that game, didn't he? Yeah, Cozzy's or oh, yeah. Cozzy right. yeah. All
0: right, so my top, my dream draft pick, and this is also makes sense as well from what I've heard, Jordan Dawson, to to the Adelaide Crows. Mm. So he has, I'm pretty sure I heard something He like over the last place for Sydney. I know who he
3: is. Who are you trading him for? A pick? What's a trade? Which, like a first round pick? I'd, a fifth I'd, round give pick? A, I'd give him an early second. So, which for you is probably likely to be about pick 20,
0: 21. Yeah. yeah, 21, probably. Yeah. 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 So I'd give that for, for Jordan Dawson. He's, I'm pretty sure he's a second highest rated player in the past four weeks in the comp. Hmm. And he is just, he's like a, a money ball, Jack Lacocious. Mm. He's kicking obviously a left foot, but he's kicking is probably one of the best in the comp. And I reckon he, he's still quite young and he would fit Adelaide's age group, I suppose. I reckon he'd be a, a massive pickup for us. So what does Adelaide need? What Adelaide need? Um, so I reckon at the moment our midfield can probably do. I think we definitely need a good high draft pick in the in this year in the draft, like a Jason Horn. I don't know he's supposed to be up there with pick one. If we can somehow nab him, I think that'd be massive for us. He's
2: coming to Hawthorne. He's coming to Hawthorne.
0: I don't know. I reckon I reckon we'll make a play with with North because North want to get Josh Kelly, and I reckon they'll they'll trade out to get to get a pick to to trade him over.
2: Yeah. No,
3: he's a free agent, isn't he?
2: No, he signed on. I think he's got a two plus one.
3: Yeah. No two, no, he's... no, two plus the eight. That Josh Kelly, he's got a two plus seven. Yeah, But the two's up at the end of this year, isn't it? So he can leave. Really? And I reckon he's a free agent, isn't he? If he's a free agent, that's... Yeah, so I don't think they'd have to trade for him. Yeah, sure. Really um, and also, if I'm Sydney, I it. don't think I'm trading Jordan Dawson for a second round pick. What
0: if we give him some money? we got a fair bit, fair bit in the bank. And he's from Adelaide.
3: Yeah, but that's not his call. Yeah, not he, maybe, but... He's, what, 24, so he's not a free agent. So he... Yeah, we'd have to trade um, him. For sure, you'd have I to already, trade for him. And if, if I'm Sydney, I'm not sure I'm taking a second.
0: I'd, gi- I'd honestly give 700K to Dawson.
3: Yeah, but that's it's irrelevant to Sydney. It's not the APL. There's no If he
0: wants to go back to Adelaide for money, then he'll make the trade happen.
2: Yeah, no. Yeah, that's, it doesn't that's, always happen, though. Didn't drag- happen with Danaher. It happened with Dangerfield. No, Dangerfield. Dangerfield was a free agent. Didn't they get compensation for Dangerfield?
3: Yeah, they got compensation picks, but that's what happens with free agency. Yeah. yeah. And that's why Essendon got free agency compo picks for Danaher. Yeah, yeah. But Dawson's not a free agent, so they you would know, have to happy, trade for him. So happy to give m- it. Money makes no difference to Sydney. It's all draft picks or trade players.
0: It's, that is true, but at the same time, if
3: a player wants to leave he's going to, you know, like, I feel like most clubs are pretty... Yeah, pretty- m- most of the time. But if it's a young player like a- that and you've got a culture like Sydney's, I think you've probably a better chance to hold on to somebody like that. But I get I get what you're saying. If you can convince him to come, they normally come. Yeah. But you just have to look at Josh Dunkley last year. He full wanted to come to Essen and it didn't get done. And yeah. now he's happy at he's the Bulldogs. Best
0: in disguise, I suppose, in the end. Yeah, I mean, it propelled Parrish into the stratosphere. So You wouldn't have had... You only would have had one of... Cox um Archie and Reid So big yeah.
3: difference I suppose but I mean, to be honest it's the same with Saad and Danaher yeah if yeah. both them stay we've only got one of them and then if we trade one of them for Dunkley we've got none of them
0: yeah very true very true yeah so look on yeah obviously Danaher and Saab were a blessing in disguise i reckon for what so yeah, I, th- I think
3: i think happy happy to lose both of them especially Saad. Yeah. danaher i feel Especially when out the missing piece of our puzzle seems to be a big key forward that can kick goals. Honestly, look, I reckon, sense. I think he, he brought too but much of to a bad press. I reckon he's he to leave. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm okay with him. Because of where the situation got with him, I'm okay with him leaving. Yeah. Yeah. If, if it had been more harmonious times and he had just been the player that he was in sort of 2015, ongoingly. Yep. Yeah would have been a huge asset but yeah
0: yep. no no you, you, i think Essendon have done you're probably looking more ahead than you
3: would have anyway because of how quickly this mini rebuild was yeah like and you know, i i think that media's team. got ahead of the mini rebuild like cox was good for probably eight games then it's dropped off perkins has played a couple of good games harry but, jones has been yeah. played in patches Nick Hind is a, is a good footballer um, and we, and we look like we've got a decent coach and know what our game plan is. So things are looking better, but I don't think it's quite as optimistic as lots of the media are painting it to be.
0: Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, you, no, so, sorry,
3: not, not as optimistic, but not as there yet. And you've also had a lot of injuries this year. That's true. But most, most sides have lots of injuries every year. Mm. It's the very few exceptions that don't, like the Richmond of the last four years. and Yeah, yeah, Richmond Richmond's
0: honestly probably going to have one of the, most, the worst injury runs this year that has ever been.
3: But, I mean, it's compounded. And it, it's what happens when you've got all, or not all of them, but quite a lot of your great players going through the peak of their careers without injuries. It's probably going to happen that they stack up, bang, 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 right after another
2: and yeah. you fall off the cliff like this.
0: Don't don't you guys reckon as well? In the media, the last month or so, Richmond have copped it. Like, for a team that's won three premierships in the past four years or whatever it was, do you reckon they just deserve more respect than just like just they've had bad injuries? Just let them. They're obviously not going to be that good this year, but just let them go. Whereas I feel like there's been, you know, calls for Dimmer's head and people just really getting getting into him for no reason. I reckon they deserve more respect in that way.
2: Yeah, I think it's, like, people calling for Dimas Header just just don't know anything about football, to be honest. Because, um, like, obviously he's shown that he's a great coach. And, like, as much he w- as he was, like, poor in the earlier part of his career, he's won three out of the last four premierships. Just by premierships alone, he's probably one of the better coaches in the ever. Public. Yeah, ever.
3: Like, yeah, a that's, that's rivaled by Clarkson in the modern era. It's far more difficult to win three or four premierships in an era than it used to be. Yeah, 100%. with the salary cap and the AFL equalisation measures and the draft and everything. Like,
2: and well, like you got to think about all the expansion teams um, and uh, all the draft capital that they demanded. So, like, we're, we're, and that's funny you say that, Ash, because we've had three, basically yeah, three, finance. three
3: this this century yeah. that have won three or more.
2: Matthews, Hardwick, and Clarkson, and then yeah. like oh, and
3: and Geelong. I know they had two coaches over it, but Geelong's dynasty really was the same. Group. Yeah, yeah.
2: I feel like Geelong's dynasty hasn't ended. Sorry, no, yeah, yeah
3: they have um, been sort of Sydney style successful for that no. decade after they won the flag. But I
0: reckon Geelong, Geelong have two years and they
3: will fall off a cliff. No, Geelong if they don't win it this year, I reckon Geelong are finished. Yeah, yeah. Okay. exactly. This was real. And I reckon they feel the same thing, which is why they went real last roll of the dice. They went out and got, all right, fuck it. I don't care if you're we're not, We're throwing away our whole future for Jeremy Cameron. Yeah. We're acquiring old guys in Isaac Smith and Sean Higgins, and we're just going for it this year. If yeah. we don't win it this year, we're fucked because Hawkins is finished, Selwood's finished. Obviously, they'll play on, but after this year, really, Selwood's finished, Hawkins is finished. Higgins is finished. Isaac Smith's I reckon they made a
0: mistake. I actually reckon they would have been just as good this year if they just went straight into the draft and didn't get Cameron.
3: No. Well, Jeremy, when, when the three forwards have been playing together, they big are big, a huge triple that, prompt. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Be, yeah. I mean, this, the, the they've been a bit first, unlucky that Cameron's had a couple of hammy injuries.
0: Three first rounders is massive for that, especially where they're at with the youngsters. Like they uh, not radically, who was the up, not Parfit, who was, who's the other one? He got dropped, Lark- Narkle. yeah Sean yeah. All jet. right, Narkle. Yeah, if Hunter, he's going to be a Jet, and they're not picking him. He'd played probably, I reckon he'd probably play in 15, at least 15 other other teams in the comp.
4: Yeah. If,
0: you know what I mean? Like, he's a, he's a good player, and Geelong aren't getting any games into these young players, which literally, it's just going to go, bang, six retirements, and then, yeah, it will. And
3: they're, they're absolutely banking on that. They're saying, "Right, yeah. right, we're willing to go through pain in a couple of years if we can try and win one now. They yeah. got real close last year. They were in front at halftime in the grand final last year. Yeah. and, I, and I, if, I, if Ablett doesn't get injured right at the start of last year's grand final, they probably win. Potentially, yeah. Potenti- potentially win. And to be honest, I reckon they are in the top three favourites for the flag this year.
0: I honestly reckon that especially
3: especially after know. Hipwood after Hipwood got injured, I reckon they've surged ahead of Brisbane.
0: I honestly think Brisbane could still come good though, but I honestly reckon depending on how Cameron and, and Rowan go, I reckon that honestly I reckon this that premiership depends on those two.
3: Yeah, I agree. Even- and I've said I've said this all year. Geelong are the really old hand and they're the sort of side that knows that we're not winning any premierships in May or June. Let's yeah. just get ourselves right. Let's get it, let's bond enough and get enough cohesion, but let's really get right in the later latter weeks of August and build to finals and play really well for that month because that's the only month that matters.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, I also think West Coast are about to fall off a cliff and also Richmond to a ex- certain extent.
3: I th- I think West Coast have fallen off the cliff.
0: Yeah. No, um no. I reckon well, they've the, still got good players. They're just not playing well. Yeah, look, Yeah. Look.
3: Monday was probably an aberration because it was so wet. Um. No, it's, no the, the last four weeks have been aberration. Yeah, yeah, true. Probably right back to when we beat them in Perth, to be honest.
2: Yeah, and, um, and you think they they were okay up until then and then they've started, like, because obviously they had a massive injury list, like five or six first-teamers and they've tried to bring him in. But you've got to think, like, uh, who did they bring in? They brought in Yo, Elliot, Yeah, Shuey yeah. and Elliot Yo clearly aren't fit. Yeah, and you, like they've, you've got to give them four four weeks to get back into like match fitness because you can be fit to like play AFL football, but like when you've been that, out of that long, not playing AFL football, like it's that, a different game.
3: Yeah, especially Elliot Yo hadn't played in almost two years. Do yeah. you get one one waffle game and then bring him back
0: in? You guys see the the footage of him. Getting into Jeremy McGovern?
3: Uh, Um, Yeah, briefly I did, yeah.
0: Do you you rate that? I reckon that's good. I reckon
3: Jeremy McGovern this year especially has been ordinary. I reckon having teammates that are willing to publicly hold other teammates accountable is good as long as it doesn't go over the line, as long as it's constructive. And I think that's why Heath Shaw used to add such a big – Big element to JWS above his actual performance. I think he was that on field leader and Luke Hodge at Hawthorne. No, sorry, not at Hawthorne, obviously at Brisbane. Hawthorne as well, but at Brisbane was underrated such an underrated player. Yeah. I'm just a really good, really good footy brain. And he obviously had been games. through
0: 300 games.
3: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And just, and obviously he did have a tendency to blow up a little bit and crack sats. But either. I think for the most part, he's, Feedback was constructive, and was the young guys, even if he's yelling at them, he's telling them stuff that they need to learn and that they'll never forget. So,
0: exactly, yep. Yeah. No, I think he's sure was a great player.
3: Yep, no, I, I agree. One of the better GWS players, probably ever, to be honest.
2: Yep, completely agree. Phil Davis,
3: yeah, that has been a rock. Fantastic, Phil Davis, Toby Green. Toby Green, he's just...
2: A, that's, just that's, that's crazy how uh, Toby Green has been in the league, like, obviously, since... Oh fuck, when was he? 2013? 20... 2012 draft? He was the first... It would have been an inaugural player, wouldn't he? So, 2012. 2012. And yeah. it's crazy how he's probably the best of all time at GWS. Yeah, um, hard, hard to argue with. Yeah,
3: there's like not... Gold, Gold, Coast, Gold Coast is clearly advert. Yeah,
2: yep, yep. But no, oh, they... oh, Tom Murphy played for Gold Coast. Mm, good point. So did Carmichael Hunt. Tom Murphy. <laughs> Hawthorne legend.
3: There's uh, Jamal's favorite obscure player at Hawthorne.
2: Yeah, I have a photo yeah. of him
3: around here somewhere. Hold on. Is he on the list? He's the reason Jamal's got 29 on his old Hawthorne
2: jumper still. That's oh, true. And it just happens to be CJ now, which is handy. Nice, nice, nice. CJ's a good player. Sucks he's out though. Oh yeah, nice. No, as soon as he went down, I was like, yeah, it doesn't look good. But he's going to be a gun. Is
3: that a bad injury?
2: Uh, PCL. PCL. Again, That's... another PCL. Eight weeks? Yeah, they said eight to ten weeks, and he's just like, he's just done for the season. He'll be yeah. back around one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: but, yeah, for my money, I think it's Melbourne,
2: Bulldogs,
3: July. Mm-hmm. top three premiership contenders.
0: Yep. Yep. Definitely now. Definitely now. I
3: I think before Hipwood went down, I had Brisbane there. And Brisbane can still get there, but Danaher has to get back to what he's capable of, which he hasn't shown in years. I don't think he will.
0: I don't think he will. No, I don't think he will either. But he's
3: also been playing a different role for Brisbane with Hipwood there. He's been playing a lot higher. Yeah. Been playing like centre-half forward, up on the wings, up half back, which is good to get him in the game. Yeah. I think the way they dealt with Danaher this year at Brisbane has been
0: perfect. It's probably a good time for him to be – on his lonesome and just all the pressures, not pressure, but a lot more responsibilities on his shoulders, I think. Yeah. But that's now, that's now
3: two, two of Brisbane's best three forwards or best four forwards that are out for the year with Rayner as well. Yeah. Honestly, I reckon no, Rainer- man, you, you forget about Cam Rainer because he hasn't played all year, but he
0: was, was going be to be crucial to Yeah. Yeah. You could just tell at the start of the year, He looked leaner. He looks, he yes. looked sort of at that stage Petrarca looked two years ago. He looked ready to
3: explode, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that midfield's still up to it. So, the, it's just going to be a matter of whether Danaher and um, McCarthy and uh, Charlie Cameron can combine for enough goals to win enough games to get them there, yeah. which they could. Huh? Oh, Lion, Barry, isn't Jared Lyons playing midfield?
2: No, but yeah. just like the the yeah, no, they,
3: they, their midfield is still yeah. like Lockie Neal, well, Jared we, Lyons, we, starts But the elephant in the room,
2: Zach Bailey. Yeah, but he's a kid. He beat Collingwood. Bailey. That's all I care about. Should have <laughs> beaten. Uh, Should have beaten Geelong. Yeah, true. All right, I'll, I want you guys to entertain this point really quick. Yeah. Um, I, I've been on them all year. I've been on them since the start of the year. Ash knows oh. what's going. Sydney. Yeah. Uh, experience For the flag. Just as a dark horse to go deep in the final. Oh. So I'm just gonna read out the fixture list. Wait,
3: but before you do, I got really bad
2: news. Yeah, go on.
3: Somebody else this week has jumped on the Sydney as a, a premiership uh, not bandwagon. Pack-horns. Purple. Purple. <sighs> Damo is on Sydney as a premiership
2: threat. Ah oh, no, I can't No, because he'll oh, <laughs> not take any more fixture list. <laughs> but GWS, right next week. Yeah. sure.
0: They I also play. reckon they're pretty likely to lose that. I reckon GWS will come back, but
3: anyway,
2: continue. Yeah. They've got Frio. Then Three,
3: Frio. G- G- GWS do have a foothold against Sydney on the Gold Coast.
2: Yeah, <laughs> a very niche, um, niche moment there. And then you've got Essendon, which we don't know where it's going to be played. Gold Coast, maybe Marvel. Like this is no, good. it won't be Marvel. It'll be Queensland. Yeah, right. And then. They've got St. Kilda. Eh? Yeah. Th-
3: yeah, true. That's another game that's a
2: Nick Rewat might fly from nowhere th- and take Margaret for
3: centric.
2: Honestly. And then yeah, the last two games of the season after that are North and Gold Coast. So they certainly yeah, well, could win all of them. Or, all, like, good. Six. all of them or two of them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you're thinking, okay, Port Adelaide, we've talked about flat track bullies. Not that good, even though their percentage would say so. And Brisbane, who are injury riddled at the moment, Sydney could finish top four, and then have home advantage in the final.
3: That no, they but, won't. But uh, will they have home advantage? Will Sydney be no. unlocked by then?
2: No, that's very true.
3: No, like it could be a real Brisbane 2004 story where they get a home final but have to play it in Perth. It very well could be.
2: But yeah, like. Sydney's one of those teams where I said at the start of the year, you're just like you've just too much good talent on that team for them not to be good.
0: Yeah,
4: like Sydney. you've
2: still got Kennedy, you've still got Parker. Like Mills, funny, buddy. like, but Buddy's playing best he buddy. has in oh, buddy. Five years. Buddy real this year, and I know also, he had one was goal pushy, but, uh, last week, but still, yeah, about
3: one goal four. He yeah. had zero four, and then he kicked the match winner. Yeah. Um. But how good does their away jump look, the South Melbourne jump?
0: Oh, I love that. And they're wearing it for the rest of the time when they're in Melbourne. I love only, that. When I they're, only
3: when they're the away side. Oh, really? Okay, fair. And, Still, they've, and they've just flown to Queensland. But, yeah, I, I did see that they announced that. Yeah.
0: So, I reckon Sydney are the um, 2016 Bulldogs. I don't hate that.
3: I think they're the similar sort I'd, of- I'd love to see it. Yeah, buddy. Buddy's still my favorite player in the comp.
2: Yeah. For some reason, Sydney are my second team. I just have a soft spot. They've got Josh Kennedy, former Hawk, Buddy, obviously, and you're just like I don't know why I should hate them after they beat. I it used to hate them. I used to
0: hate them before they went shit. I reckon they were the most defensive team in the comp. You just knew every time you played them, it was gonna. You were, no one was gonna score over sixty points.
3: Yeah, was, they, yeah. they
2: would just flood the entire time. Yeah, and also.
3: Can, just can you imagine for a second? Three minutes to go in the last quarter of the grand final, five points down. Buddy marks it 55 meters out. In the left pocket. Runs around in the left pocket. MCG kicks his thousandth goal. Oh, mate. To win the grand final. Oh.
2: Mate, I wouldn't be at Brisbane guy. if it was there. You
3: just... would have You would have Jeff Kennett streaming onto the ground if that happened.
2: <laughs> just the. the
3: like, I reckon if they are to play well enough to get to the grand final and they play that many games, Buddy will almost have to kick enough to get close to a thousand by and the grand. Final. Is though
0: buddy, would do, buddy would do that. That is such a buddy thing to do. It would be
3: such a buddy thing to do. Like, five minutes or two minutes left in the last quarter, need to kick a goal to go to the front. Yep. Buddy kicks his thousand
2: Yeah. He's a big game player. Always has been. A bit unreal. Is he though? That elimination that's final against seven elimination final against Adelaide. Jelbo, oh, I,
3: <laughs> I know. I was sitting in the Medallion Club behind him when he kicked that goal. Oh, but I'll I don't that. think I don't think his finals record is that good, is it? It's good up until the grand final. Yeah, right. It's his grand final record. That's that's
0: yeah. the last thing he really needs. Icing on the cake.
3: For oh game. mate, imagine nine hundred ninety-two goals gone in the grand final. It's, it's eight. his eighth with two minutes to go, or. That was a 9, 987. <laughs> Hutto's calling. Hold on. 13.
2: Where's... Oh, wow. Here we go. Hold on. 13. Might Jeez. not be over yet. Five, six, <laughs> nine, no, and about. 13.
3: 13. Can you believe oh, it? He's kicked 13 on the siren. Against uh, yes, North? Yeah, it was against yeah, North. Daniel and Lonnie. Well, or Hobart. Lonnie. Lonnie. No okay. longer fortress.
0: That was his last year. Was, no, was that Sydney or Hawthorne?
2: Hawthorne. Uh, it was 2012, I think. It was a year yeah, before moved Definitely Hawthorn.
0: Yeah. Geez. Yeah. I tell you what, what about his career if he stayed
2: um,
3: at
0: Hawthorne? Huh? What about his career if he stayed at Hawthorne? Do you, you have any
3: more there? segments, Joe?
0: Jude had him on his phone.
2: Um, let's see. Actually, that's a good question. Let's entertain that point for a bit. What happens if Lance Franklin stays at Hawthorne? Yeah. Yeah. I reckon he
0: win. I reckon Hawthorne win two more. Which ones?
2: We, we left the first one, didn't we? The first yeah, one 3 p. Well, we lost in 2012. Yeah. And then he left to go to Sydney, and then we won three in a row. Does and he- then he was on the team that lost to the Bulldogs in 2016.
0: Oh, he was too. Honestly, I reckon Buddy back then. I reckon he would have. He wouldn't have been as injured. I reckon they would have kept him. They would have kept him going. Yeah. Um. And I reckon he. I reckon he would have been up with with um with Dunstall by now easily. Yeah. I in I, yeah. This the st- stability he had at Hawthorne was good. I think. I don't think that the move to Sydney was that good. Even though they made the grand final. Did
2: I they think win? It was yeah. They they want, made it in twenty twelve. Yeah, he's yeah. back. Yeah, nice, nice. Um yeah, because like they made it in 2014. Um, but the, the whole buddy move, I think, was was Dimitri still CEO in 2013 when Buddy made the move? He resigned in he
3: resigned in early 2014, I right?
2: yeah, because uh, basically he was supposed to go to GWS. He was too,
0: wasn't and he? And then,
2: and then they were just like, "Oh, he's signing for Sydney for like ten million dollars for nine years or something." A year. Um. So yeah, I like I don't know what happens if he stays at Hawthorn, but still, like, he's had a great career nonetheless. It's just a shame he's got injured in the past like four yeah. years. Yeah, exactly.
0: But his career could have gone a completely different. Like, imagine if he was playing consistently those four years.
2: Yeah. Oh, no. he'd be he, well over a thousand goals if he yep. played as much as he. Yeah. You know, as his body allowed. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's
0: good to see it's good to see a player like that still still going around. Obviously, we lost Ablett last year, which was sad. But at least we've still got body going. At
2: least one more year, I reckon, after this. He's yeah. got to kick a thousand. He's got to be around. You, a- you would hope so. He has to play next year just to do that.
0: I reckon he'll land on like nine nine. No, at the no last one or, or when they when they go out of finals and i reckon it would just be so close that he just has to play on next year
2: you've got to think finals as well he's got we got five games for the rest of this year yep and i uh, i hope they make top four because then that's two games yeah. six games he's on 977 at the moment like that's still a four again yeah. well, yeah, they, they finish, finish fourth, he, plays, he plays against Melbourne, and
3: he's not kicking any on Stephen May. But that's what I'm saying. If he, if they make the grand
2: final, that's only three a game he's going to kick. No, but also you've got to think. Like I ran out the fixture list, but the last two games they're playing North and Gold Coast. That's, that's ten. True. He could kick ten between those two games. Well, they got Tarrant back at North, and he'll
3: probably play um, Ben North. Mackay, won't he?
0: reckon. I reckon, no, reckon Tarrant would... Oh, Yeah, probably, actually. Mackay probably sooner sooner better. But I still
2: reckon Buddy would pop off. And, and to be honest, I know Essendon are doing well this year. Who plays on Buddy when you play Essendon?
3: I said to Jell on Friday night, to stop talking shit about James Stewart. <laughs> he well, is one of the, the best fullbacks since Danny Frawley. Oh, I don't even know you, if you're being serious, mate. honestly. It's hard to tell. Oh, of course, I'm not being serious. He's fucking awful. Yeah, it, like genuinely. Who and it, it, we're always his favorite team to play against. Yeah, yeah. he'll run... probably run down to our forward line just to get around
2: Kale Hooker, just so he can run away from him. He's gonna he's gonna get the ball at the top of the fifty. He's gonna run to your full forward line, sell Kale Hooker some candy, run all the way back the other end, and kick a goal just for fun, <laughs> just for old times' sake. <laughs> How about, how about this? Um, also, edit all that bit out. Because yeah, the, yeah, yeah. How about this?
0: Um, cartoons have been ruined by the new animation, starting with Bob the Builder.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, like how they had the new um, bananas and pajamas, and just yeah. they look way yeah, really.
3: There's a couple of them like that, but then there's a couple that I don't... that have got much better, and I don't think it has worsened it. Like, The Simpsons obviously has got worse, but I don't think it's because of the animation. Yep. yeah. Yep. Family Guy's the same. Yep. Old well, yeah. Family Guy's borderline unwatchable. <laughs> just for the visuals alone. Um, but Team yeah, no, the, the, there are some, the, yeah, some of those sort of shows are definitely, well, I don't know if it's so much that the visuals are be just because it, it was only good when we used to watch it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right about that, but Bob the Builder <laughs> just looks like an abomination. Yeah,
3: no, Bob the Builder does. You're right. I, could not do that. And actually Yu-Gi-Oh was the same. I could never watch the new Yu-Gi-Oh because it was just... Yeah. it was too far-fetched, wasn't it? O- already like the first two seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh was far-fetched already. Yeah. No, no, the early ones with Blue Eyes, White Dragon and Pegasus and then what was your name? Cypher or Sniper or someone had the red one. Life of the Sky Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was some good shit back then. That, that was quality Yu-Gi-Oh and then they did Yu-Gi-Oh XD and I was like,
0: fuck yeah. off. GX and stuff like that yeah no Gen. Yeah. Um, no
3: yeah. alright back to foot <laughs>
0: yeah yep bit of a segue um,
3: um, no uh, gel give us the segment as the, pff, I can't I have, I have, I've got actually I've got something here this could be a segment or do we have segments Jamal you're supposed to come up with a couple of lists I'll, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, this is a segment of the Carlton draft questionnaire hey the Snapple
0: cap yep that's it what beverage was developed to prevent malaria?
3: Soda water.
2: It wasn't Coke, was it?
0: You're pretty... Almost there, Ash. Tonic water.
3: Oh. <laughs> what is the difference between soda water and tonic water? I don't know, but they both taste like shit. Isn't it just water with static in it?
0: No, well, I... I used to, I used to play cricket with this guy. He was our captain when I was playing thirds at Camberwell. And um, he was a big guy, big guy. And he used to open the batting. And he'd he'd bat for fucking – he'd be like Ash Hetherington. He'd be 40-not out of off 120 overs.
3: <laughs> and as soon as there uh, was – Well, that's about <laughs> double my speed.
0: And as soon as there was a little break, like, you'd all be hanging out. It was just not even a drinks break, just a break in the play. And he'd be like, drinks. And he'd just scream at you. And you'd have to run him out a full bottle of soda water, and he will just go, bang, a 1.25 litre soda water, then and there. With bubbles. Batting, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's literally at the crease batting, and he goes, bang, 1.25 litres of soda water, goes back to it, and then, and then an hour, hour later is expecting a second one to come through. I don't understand how you can drink it, but also, how can you drink it when you're exercising? I don't That's understand true.
2: Tonic water is made from the same uh, juniper berry that gin is, which is why it pairs so well.
3: Uh, So it's got an
2: infusing of
3: berry, yeah, awful tasting berry. I hate gin and I hate tonic water.
2: (laughs) But I hate tonic water.
0: I, I I don't like yeah I don't like tonic, but gin and tonic, actually, just it's just two peas in a pod.
3: No, I hate them both. No. Um, They're decent. All right. Jamal, you got a list? No,
2: or, but um calling you don't
3: have either list. You had at least two lists, maybe three lists to do.
2: Oh, I've I've started building on the uh players on the same team who look alike. That's probably coming next week. Good. But the only other note I have from this week comes back to when we were talking about old mate, <laughs> Billy Frampton. 2-8 from set shots for the year. 2-6? Two, 2-7, two two I thought. I, I watched the game of the weekend. 2-8. Two 2-8. Eight. Two eight. Jesus. Grim. That is... He, he is so
0: ugly. He's, he's literally a poor man's Tyrone Vickery.
3: <laughs> he is horrendous to watch. And Tyrone Vickery is a poor man's Ford.
2: Yeah. Tyrone Vickery is a poor man's anyone. Poor man's Nathan Thompson. Poor... Cool. Poor man's Chris Dawes.
3: Dawes <laughs> oh, says someone I haven't thought of in a while.
0: Chris, actually,
3: Paul. let's do an impromptu version of that game with Gel. Do you have? The, do we still have a sting for that? Uh, <laughs> who? That'll do. All right, Gel. Tell us an AFL player that we have not thought of this year.
0: This year. Jeez. Okay. But we have to have heard of them.
3: All right. Michael Barlow. No, nah, sorry. I sat next to him at the footy uh, oh, a few, month, few months ago. Sorry. I'm stiff. I, I, I think we
2: had a discussion about him as well. I, have, oh, geez, I, think, I, I think I did one uh, best yeah, one. He's, one. Co-
3: he's coaching Werribee or someone, I reckon, All in right. the BFL. All DFL.
0: right. All right. Who's another one then? Um, let's go. Someone we haven't thought of this year. Hayden
3: Ballantyne. No, nah, sorry. I, I reckon Jamal and I spoke about him on the last podcast. Go like we, we, we compared him to... Um, who's a real antagonistic forward? Was it Toby on. Green? No, it wouldn't would have been Toby Green. It would have been someone like that.
2: It would have been someone shit.
3: Someone really antagonistic small forward. Yeah.
0: Um. Let's go with... Oh, no, I can't do Adelaide because that's just too obvious. Let's go... Brett Maloney. That's how, about, how about that partnership with um, what was his? What was the old ruckman for, for Melbourne? Um, Mark Jamar. Mark Jamar. The 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 partnership those guys had. Oh.
3: That's a good, that's a good shout. That's when a good shout, Brett Maloney. I'll
0: tell that. That, man, that I'm pretty sure those two had like the. I don't know what the stat was, but it was like some sort of Ruckman to a certain midfielder comboed for clearances. And it was yeah. like records yeah, for the
3: that. year or something like that. Uh, I'm going to throw out um, Sean McManus.
2: I have not thought about a Sean McManus. You know who Sean McManus is? Fremantle?
3: Fremantle. Yeah. Rove's cousin.
2: Yeah, Sean McManus lost one.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um,
2: Jesus Christ,
3: Martin right. Pike.
2: No. We were talking about Martin Pike the other day. I think who's Martin Brisbane, bald guy, played in those flags. Yeah, because I thought I was talking about Mike Pike.
3: Uh, probably. Um, right, risky. Well, oh. Ty Canelli,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Ty. Have
3: He's, you thought about
0: him? No, I have not. I have not. No. I don't think so. All
2: that I can think of. I mean, uh, to be fair, if you're thinking about Ty Canelli on a, yeah, center, I feel
3: like any time you think about Jim Steins, you think about Ty Canelli.
2: That's true. That's true.
3: But I still don't think I have thought about Ty Canelli this year. Well, I
0: mean, it, what what about Dennis Armfield?
3: Oh, well, I have not thought about Dennis Armfield this year.
2: What you, a player! What a player! What do you mean? What a player!
4: <laughs> Dennis, oh, he was
0: bang oh. average. He was literally the definition of an average footballer, bang average. Yeah, played <laughs> too many games. Too many
2: games. Well, no, that's what happens when he played for Carlton in like the late two thousands, early twenty tens. You just get games. I tell you what, Rats did pretty well back then
0: for the team they had. R- they were
3: good. Rats is a fantastic coach. St Kilda the same last year, and the other one that should be in contention for the Collingwood job, but I don't think he wants it because he's in contention for Steve Hawking's job, is Brad Scott.
0: I agree. I think he'd. I reckon he'd be. Yeah, I reckon he'd probably be the most logical. I think Collingwood need to turn a new page, and I think he'd be the sort of guy that would do it. I don't think they need a big like Ross yeah. type, Alistair Clarkson type, someone with a bit of like. Some morals, some moral fiber. Scott,
3: Michael Voss, I think would be a good coach. And I reckon I'm
0: I, for him. No way.
3: I'm, I'm almost gonna back him to be the next coach. I reckon he's a, a real good chance. Who's the Collingwood next coach? Not Don a, Pike. Yeah, that's what I meant. The next coach of Collingwood. I reckon he's half a chance to be the next coach of Collingwood. Don Pike's a chance.
0: Don Pike was a good coach for us. He took it. I mean, he did he did a bit of a goodie and Paul Ruse he did take over after Phil Walsh did put in a lot of the groundwork. Obviously the, the big fella passed away. Rest in Should perfect. have kept Phil Walsh. Tragic, tragic <laughs> circumstances. But tell you what though, that's I don't reckon that's talked about enough for a team to go through that, to have their coach murdered.
3: That's a good point. And then to get to a grand final after that is a very <laughs> good effort. And
0: also Tex being the, the two years in a row voted best captain in the league. For putting yep. him the way they did, no, hundred percent agree. Yeah. but anyway,
2: no. If if I see Ross lying coach another team in the eight, like I like Ross. I no, like Ross.
4: No, well, this is what
3: I argued with Gel about last time I saw him. Is Jell was advocating for Ross, and he's never won a flag. Yeah, but he's been
0: pretty bloody close. A lot closer than other coaches.
3: Yeah, but he never got
0: there. I reckon so he's, he's, he's one. He's got to two grand finals with two separate teams.
3: Yeah, but the the game 100%. has changed away from his style since he got there.
0: I disagree. I reckon. I reckon Ross would be ready to go again. No, I reckon it, if it really I depends reckon. on who he goes to, though. He would only fit a niche amount of teams in the comp at the moment.
3: I Let's see, like if he went to Collingwood. Buckley was already quite an uber conservative defensive coach, which is one of the reasons he got sacked. Yeah, I suppose so. But
2: I, I think I, I think the teams that would fit Ross Lyon are the teams that aren't getting rid of coaches. Carlton, like, I, think you've, I reckon he'd fit Carlton. I think You're he's right? all the talent. I think he's one of the coaches that if, like, if um, fuck, what's his name? If Chris got retired tomorrow. If he was just like, yeah, I'm going to go to the Bahamas for the rest of the year, I think Ross Lyon needs to take over a, a team that is just like set.
3: Like See, I, 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 I reckon
2: is set, they just need uh, to start performing well.
3: I reckon Ross could rebuild a side, but the, the, how you feel about Ross, I feel about Clarko. I, I don't think could rebuild. I, I, no, Ross- I think he could, but I don't think he'd want to, and I don't think he would. Yeah, no. It, I the, the only way he's coaching another AFL side again is if he can come into a, a mediocre side rather than a, a rock bottom side. A
0: team that's been rock bottom for a long time, and he becomes their savior. You know what I mean? Like someone like he walks into like a.
3: Um, Clarke like
2: walks into GWS job.
3: Go, let's say Gold Coast. Yeah. See now, I think they're a little bit depleted. If Clark had gone to GWS two years ago, hundred percent. After GWS lose that grand final, if Clarko goes there, yeah. yeah to be honest, if Clarko goes there yeah. at the end of 2018, I reckon you they'd probably win the flag in 2019.
0: I reckon bringing Clarko to a senior team would be hard because he'd, I reckon he'd be a hard bloke to get along with. And I reckon he'd need, you'd need to be a youngster. He'd need to be with you from a young age for it to resonate after a while. I reckon if you walked into a team like GWS who are pretty senior at the moment, I would say, I don't think it would, I mean, I don't think it would quite go down as well as, as he would at a team that's got younger players such as a Carlton or a Collingwood.
2: Yeah. I think GWS also have been used to Leon Cameron's version of management, which I know Leon Cameron was under Clarkson for a while, but like you look at the teams and they just have such stark differences in terms of, like, philosophy and game plan. You just look at Hawthorne and you're like, well, that isn't probably going to fit well. Like, the Hawthorne teams of old, obviously. On the GWS team, that is quite, like, not flair, but there's a lot of good outside runners on GWS. Like, I feel like Hawthorne Clarkson built from the middle out. Yeah, Possibly. Also, um, inside
3: story, and you need to edit this out, Jamal, because I 100% am not allowed to say this. Hold on. We're on three hours on the dot. All right. Good to know. Are we? Here we are. <laughs> um, so, uh, a couple of weeks ago at East Training, they had Darren Jolly stand up and give basically his life story. It um, was pretty sad. He almost killed himself last year. At- yeah and that that was part of it and he said yeah got real depressed was about 30 kilos heavier than i am now or 30 kilos heavier than i ever was just awful yep um but he said yeah the the difference between sydney and collingwood was when they talk about that blood's culture um if anybody fucked up even a single second like if you were a second late to a meeting at sydney the entire group got punished and it was the entire, just like, all right, Baza was a second late to the team meeting. You're all running suicides for half an hour. And it was driven as much by the coaches as it was by the senior players. Like, uh, who was it? Stuart Maxfield and stuff like that. Yep. So they, they quickly learned never to fuck up and just always to be immaculate because everybody would have to do the punishment. Everybody would hate them. Whereas when he went to Collingwood, Malthouse was running the Rat Pack with Didac and Swan and Dale Thomas and all them. And he said, sure they could get, it. yeah, hey, sure. They could get away with anything because they could play footy well. Yeah. The Coke gang. And that was the entire difference. <laughs> that, that, that
2: that's the, the biker gang that they were a part of?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Jake, Jake King, Jake King and Dan Swan were best friends with Toby Mitchell, I think, who was one yeah. of the, the big bikes. Yeah. Um yeah. Okay. But they, when they talked about the bloods culture at Sydney, especially through that period, that's what it was. It was Sydney, if any what? single person fucked up minuscule, like literally one second, they were all doing punishment. So it was they were all there five, ten minutes before any meeting, any training. For an interstate team, I honestly think. Sydney has
0: to be have like the best culture out of any interstate team.
2: That's the blueprint. Yeah, no, it's absolutely blueprint for it, growing the teams outside of Victoria. Yeah,
0: I think yeah. I thought they were going to go down the same path as Fremantle this year. I thought last year they were pretty much neck and neck, and I thought this year it was going to be pretty much yeah. similar. No. But they just, I mean, with Buddy was, coming back, obviously it's a different game with Buddy in the team. Yeah, but
3: it, it was Buddy back and the youth they blooded. I think as much as the youth was good, it. Sort of invigorated the existing players. Yeah. Um,
0: I honestly though I think individually Fremantle's youngsters have probably been better.
3: Right. Like just
0: as a team and as a whole, Sydney have just come through. Yeah. It's been ridiculous. Like, what a rise. Honestly, like they were saying that you know, coach of the year obviously it's gonna be Simon Kwin coming going from what second last two years ago to ninth last year to first now. Obviously, he's gonna mm-hmm. go down as the best coach of the year, but Honestly, I think I think Horse has done a done a pretty good job this year too. I think he's close second.
3: Yep, no, I agree. He's done a great job. Um oh, that that was the other thing Darren Jolie said, which is the main reason this can't be broadcast, is that he said, Yeah, um, it, it got announced that I retired from Collingwood. No, I didn't. I had fully signed a new deal and then Nathan Buckley came in and said, No, I don't want him, sack him. so, so I fucking hate Collingwood, I hate Buckley. Wow. He's a, he's a prick. Wow. Really? Interesting. Which, I mean, I don't – I wouldn't hold that against Bucks too much. I mean, like, if he doesn't want him there and if he's not part of his vision, he's the coach. He's. It, it's not as if he's the I one never I never liked said.
0: Aaron Jolly that much. He, I thought he was a bit of a – didn't like the way he went about things, to be I, honest. Like,
3: that's a pretty standard Ruckman. Good player. He's, he's, a player. He's, he's a hilarious Ruckman in the Ballarat League because he is the tallest Ruckman in the league, does not jump, and will not kick the ball unless he absolutely has to because he's terrified of doing a hammer a quad. So he, he literally said to all the East players at, at training one night, he said, I'm not kicking the ball. If I mark it or if I get it, somebody has to be screaming past. And he's played two games. I reckon he's had two kicks. <laughs> in the first game, he uh, got a free kick 30 metres out and he had a shot at goal and he kicked it out in the full. And then in the second game, he took he got a free kick about half back and he tried to kick it to a bloke that was 30 metres in space and missed him by 20 metres and turned it over. It was hilarious. Jesus Christ. But an it's AFL, AFL top, player, top, he looked... Top, he, top working but, working. For, for an AFL player that, like... For a ruckman, he had pretty good skills when he played. He looked like a guy that never played football before. It was it's hilarious, like an athlete that never played. Football. But he's ruck work still. Even for a guy that doesn't jump, he's just such a difference. Yeah, well, wow. How had had get him. Um, so the story is he is uh, he works with the coach of Melton, who are in the Ballarat League.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, so he was going to sign at Melton. And the Melton coach uh, told the Melton president to call him with a contract offer. Yeah. Um, And while he was waiting for the call from the coach from Melton, he spoke to his best friend, who is the assistant coach of the under 19. uh, Sorry, who is the coach of the under-19s and the assistant coach of the seniors at East. And he said, oh, yeah, I'm going to play footy again. I'm going to play for Melton. And the East guy said, fuck that. No, you're not. If you're playing footy, you're going to play at East. And Darren Jolly said, "Well, the Melton president hasn't called me yet. So if you get your guy to call me, maybe." And so the East Under 9 coach called the East president and said, "Do this." And the East president called him straight back, said, "All right, we'll give you thousand dollars a game." Well, which is uh, so the the and so Darren Jolly said, "Yep, sure, signed," and came down the next night and signed. The Melton offer was 17 and a half, uh, sorry, 1750 again. So 750 more than that a week. Jesus. And when uh, the Melton president finally called him two days after he'd signed at East and he said, oh, sorry, I've signed at East already. The Melton president said, oh, well, clearly they're paying you more than we offered you originally. Tell me what they're paying you and we'll double it. And he said, Mate, they're paying me much less than you offered. I, but I've already signed. You never caught. He said, All right, "We'll give you three thousand dollars a game." He said, sorry, "I've already signed. I can't do it." And of values. Jesus. They—they—they so, yeah, they, they got incredibly so, lucky.
2: Three grand a game. Jesus Christ.
3: But yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, there's not many footballers. Yeah, he's the highest paid player at East. Just, but there's. So many players in the Ballarat League that have paid more than that.
4: Yeah.
3: Ryan Pendlebury, who's Scott Pendlebury's brother, played for Melton South, who played against East on the weekend. He's on $1,500 a game, and he plays at centre-half back, but he refuses to play on any of the good forwards. Who's this? Ryan Pendlebury is Scott Pendlebury's brother, plays centre-half back for Melton South. Yeah. But he refuses to play on any of the good Fords. Like on the weekend, the East Full Ford had kicked nine at half time. And apparently he just he refused to go on to him. He said, no, I, I don't play on good forwards. I just why would you? I wouldn't want to get a bag kicked on me either. Mate, if you're getting paid fifteen hundred dollars a week, yeah, and you're that good at football, like you used to be the captain of a VFL side, and the full forward of the opposition's play kicked nine at half time. He used to be a VFL captain. Yeah, Ryan Pennebury was the captain of Collingwood in the VFL.
2: He's no Scott. He <laughs> looks exactly like Scott and is a very good footballer. Interesting. Um,
3: but, yeah. No. All right. So, I mean, there are chance. However, apparently the Ballarat Football League yesterday put out a press release and said, we will not be rescheduling any games from here on out if everybody can't play everybody once which this week was the week that would mean everybody's played everybody once this was the last round in the the first cycle if everybody can't play everybody once we will not be rescheduling any games and whoever is on top of the ladder at the point that the season is suspended will be declared the premier who's on top that was yesterday wow jesus so, like, if they stick to that season's gone, who wins? Uh, North are on top in the seniors, yep. well, East are well. on top in nine of the other divisions. They're on top in the reserve football, under 19 football, three netball grades, under 17 seniors, under 17 reserves, under 15 seniors, possibly more. I don't know, but
2: under 17 reserves is the important one here, correct? Um. But no, the,
3: the president's had a meeting last night and the East president, who would be like the winner of nine premierships, asked the North premiership, who would be the winner of the senior premiership. If you got awarded the premiership, would it mean anything? He said, fuck no, like it's pointless. And the fact that there's there only needs to be one more week to go to constitute a proper season because everybody's played everybody once. Surely common sense will prevail if... People are allowed to play next week. They'll just push the season back. But yeah,
0: you'd think they'd just reschedule to get everyone to play everyone once and then just you, go
3: from there. Yeah, they don't even need to reschedule. They just need to cancel the last round and push everything back a week. Yeah.
0: yeah. But
2: what are they, 19 rounds? 20?
3: No. Uh, why are they supposed to be 16? How
2: many teams in the league? I thought it was 10.
3: Nine. I think. Nine. No, eleven. No, there's five down, down the highway sides plus east and north, back. Redan, Ballarat, oh. Lakers, Sebast. Yeah, eleven. Yeah. So there's six Ballarat sides and five down the road sides. So yeah. There's eleven sides and I reckon there's eighteen rounds. Yeah. 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 Do you think yeah. they could um? And they already can't. They already cancelled two rounds because of the last lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they should just make. You should just almost just put contingency rounds in place. And so yeah, we'll have a couple of buyers, and we'll just play everybody once, so it's fair. And then we'll play finals, and we can have.
0: I'd like AFL to get to the point where there's enough teams in the comp where everyone just plays each other once, because I feel like it's a little bit like. You know, bringing in you you certain teams play certain other teams twice, like hmm. brings in a little bit of, of not bias, but just like unfair hmm. in a way. Especially if
2: it's it's rivals, rivals as well, and it's like when you know some sh- team plays North twice a year, you're just like, well, yeah, yeah. yeah look, no,
3: look, you're yeah. right, but the the other thing in that is, yeah, the, there's two aspects in that is what Jamal was saying is you've got the rivals, so. Commercially, it makes sense for Essendon to play Collingwood twice and Carlton twice and Richmond twice, whatever. Yeah. Um, but then also, it's another equalisation measure because they now alloc- they now determine the fixture on the top six, middle six, bottom six. Yeah. yeah. So it's now like you've got a better chance if you're in the bottom six of going up because you get to play the top six. I, reckon, I than you have- play the bottom six. Let's from say the last we have
0: three year. teams in the comp. Let's say we got. Let's say we got an- another, you know, Tassie got a team, and let's say, Darwin. Might yeah, Darwin. Let's say yeah, North North Northern Territory got a team. Even though I'm not sure how that would go, but let's
2: say we had 20 teams in the comp. To be fair, they tried to play Port Adelaide in China, so you know. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, mate. St Kilda yeah. have played home and away games in New Zealand and China, haven't they? Yeah. I, I think so. have. Yeah, anywhere but Marvel. <laughs>
2: That's Richmond, as
0: Dimmer would say. <laughs> I can't believe you came down and said that. Like, honestly, like, you know, especially right now with all the, especially the last couple of weeks with all these teams in Victoria and you had, you know, Fremantle calling home games in certain grounds in Victoria. Mm. If you played Richmond, wouldn't you just go, all right, they hate Marvel, let's just play at Marvel?
2: When so in doubt, up a weakness, I think. Yeah, we want to play Richmond in Marvel. Yeah, exactly. Even in non-COVID times, the, the Dockers just declare,
3: we're yeah. playing our home game at
2: Marvel. <laughs> we're not playing in Frio. Fuck the Optus Stadium. We're playing in Marvel. Honestly. Oh, the scheduling would be a nightmare. Yeah. Oh, well.
0: All right, so who who are your boys' biggest risers for 2022? 2022. Yeah. For next year. Who are your your big risers in the competition? I'm going to start and I'm going to go North Melbourne. It's hard. (laughs) Well, they can't get any lower. You're right. Correct. Correct. But honestly, I reckon with Cunnington back, like they were shit the first bit of the year without Cunnington. I think with Cunnington in there.
2: Another draft pick.
0: Completely different team.
2: It's hard to get worse. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But and Like all know. their kids, like you think Zohar's got new, another year under his belt. Yeah. yeah. Thomas. Uh, um, who's Thomas.
0: Other key forward? Huh? Who's their other key forward? It goes with... lucky Larky. yeah. I reckon-
3: fucking awful.
0: He's, I don't reckon he's that bad. He's terrible. I he's not bad.
2: He's terrible. Um,
0: he's, the- a big, he's a big young player. I reckon he'll get better.
2: Yeah, that's what we said about Tim O'Brien. Um, I reckon Collingwood, it depends on who Collingwood get in as a coach. Yeah. Um, They could, like, because they've, I know they shipped out, what, they shipped out Trelaw Stevenson, and Phillips this year. But, like, you, you look at their core, they've got Darcy Moore up back, who's, like, a premier backman in the comp. Yep. Yeah, I really rate, I know he's probably a bit of a peripheral player at the moment. Isaac Quano. I love Isaac Quano. Isaac Quano is a jet or gonna be a jet. He's he's yeah. going to be like one of the best halfbacks in the league in yeah. the next. I completely agree. Um he'll end up being like a step above Adam
0: Sard. Like he'll be that yeah. dash, dash through, dash of the back line, but he'll just have poise more than
2: yeah. Sard. And yeah. and he's good in the air. Saad is not good in the air. Isaac Quano can hold his own. Yep. Um, they've still got Pendlebury. They've still got Adams. Yep. Um, Crisp is going to be. Yep. Could be the next captain, a All mainstay right. of uh their team. Yeah. And then you think their forward line if Jamie Elliott can stay on the park, they if They need he a can keep key. For every week. They need
3: to go. if he can
2: stay out of prison. Yeah. And like I, re- I, as much as you know, he's a bit peripheral. I like really like Brody Mychek. He's yep. a yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So he like, he
0: I think He needs to be like the the understudy to the third, the third Ford. He needs to be He needs to be the, the Gunston Ford. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And and, and the other for, actually, I really like Darcy Cameron as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. Bro. He's surprisingly good. Hey,
2: so they just need that second Ford, who is Jason Cox. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Wait him, in, wait him in there potentially.
0: How about this for? How about this for? How about this for a trade? Sam Wiedemann for Brayden Maynard. Who wins
3: that? No. Uh, Melbourne win that so comfortably. Braden Maynard's far better
0: player. How than badly did Collingwood is. need a, a Ford though? And he's also, I'm pretty sure he's related to someone that used to play at Collingwood. Yeah,
3: no. I No. Sam Wiedemann's not that good. I reckon Sam Keep proposing Wiedemann as the solution think to people's think is I reckon, But he's probably the only four that's on the market. Yeah, but Melbourne have
0: forward problems and he's not getting in their side. So what does he's, that mean? He's best on in the twos every single week that he's back there. I reckon he's about to pop. He Like, you could jump... You could literally get him this year and he could just go... Like, he's 24 now. That is when, that is when a key forward should just, you know, take charge. Look, look,
3: I, I get your point And maybe. But no, I, I don't think he's the, the solution. There's no other... He could, could be the solution. And how... And Collingwood have had that problem for the past
0: five years. But I reckon Darcy Cameron's. or No, no. Darcy Cameron is not winning you a grand final. And that is, that's just not happening. Do you think Sam Wiedemann is? I reckon Sam Wiedemann has the potential to, more so than Darcy Cameron.
2: I don't
3: think. Yeah, look, I agree, but I haven't said enough from
2: Sam Wiedemann to indicate that either of them are the I don't think the captain of the next Collingwood grand final team is born yet. We can only hope. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The world might be over before Collingwood win another flag. Yeah. Mate,
3: yeah. Dissolve the AFL. Right. Who's, your, the who's your big risers? Um, uh, like two, I think. Uh, I think, to be honest, Hawthorne. Hawthorne for a big riser. Yep. Yep, I could see that too. Like not not a huge rises, not t- top four, even top eight, but
0: I think they'll be
3: significantly better than they are this year. And the other one, which would have been more effective a couple of weeks ago, but St Kilda.
0: No, St I Kilda think-
3: to me are comfortably a top eight side and all, and pushing for a top four side. I reckon. I spe- if Paddy Ryder and Rowan Marshall are playing I in think- the same side, they're a very good football
0: side. And players. I reckon that's a similar thing to Hawthorne. I think. If Hawthorne can go all of next year with minimal injuries, I reckon they could honestly, depend. Obviously, depending on if they trade and draft well, could potentially
3: push for a top, top, top eight. Maybe it's but top but with St. Kilda doesn't doesn't have to be minimal injuries or even yeah, no I, injuries. It I, just has to be those two players playing yep. together. I reckon. I reckon
0: Hawthorne the depth of Hawthorne is not quite there. I reckon it only takes three or four no, I, injuries for that for Hawthorne to. To really lose shape. and I, I agree. Also, and I, I think St. Kilda I actually don't rate
3: St. Kilda that much. I do. And I rate their coach a lot.
0: I think... I reckon they're missing an A-grader in the forward line, in the midfield, and... Midfield.
2: <laughs> it should be Max King. Max King should be that. I, don't, I, don't,
0: I don't think Max King should be the man. I reckon it should be more of a... They should have kept Bruce, honestly. I think what, what goes on at Bulldogs with Norton and Bruce, they... I think Max King needs that.
3: You don't think Max King is a key? Okay, you don't think Max King and Tim Membry are a, a one-two punch. Uh, Membry
0: needs to be the third tall. Uh, yeah,
3: but, but, but yeah. Is, 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 really is Josh Battle not the third tall there? No, no.
0: Jude fucking hates... Dude, Josh Battle is Jude's least favourite player in the competition. My grind. Battle is like Why? A, he just thinks, I don't know. I, you have to ask him.
3: I reckon right. Max King is an adequate number one. Tim Memory is a, a perfectly good number two, and Josh Battle is a good number
0: three. I th- I, yeah, maybe in the future, but right now, I reckon Max King isn't quite there for number one.
2: You genuinely think you look at Max King... And if, if he could, if he could kick, Hol- he would be. Future Tom Hawkins. Tom Hawkins used to be the same. He used to be fucking awful. Yeah. Like yeah, the first right. five, six years of Tom Hawkins' career, he was skinny. He couldn't kick straight, and he couldn't stay on the park. And now he's he, one of he the had,
0: he had Mooney with him. He had all these Mooney. he had all these different forwards and stuff. And Mooney was still a good player, like yeah. But Max King hasn't had. He's literally been the number one since he got there. Yeah, no, I agree. That's gonna that's to almost be bad for your development. You know what I mean? You need to be that second or third. Get some get some you know some confidence behind your belt before you become
2: the target. Yeah, no, for sure. And I yeah. Because he's also just – he's a kid. What is he, 22, yeah, Very young. And very young.
0: And you know what? Let's, let's – Ash is gone now, but
3: I'm still who do you reckon
0: is no. better? better out of the two King brothers? Ben. I agree. I've been yeah. – Ben
2: He's so God. much better than Max at the moment.
3: Yeah. I can't but believe – No, Max is part. still the better football. Max is still the better Mark, but Ben is a better King.
2: Yeah.
0: Ben King with top five in the comp could even be top four. He's sort of gone under the under the um, no one's I really,
4: noticed,
0: yeah, the radar. No he's one's really exactly, but I think he, he's done pretty well for himself to be honest, and in a
2: shit team as well this year up until two weeks. Yeah, ago.
3: shit, shit team, but he is the one
2: and only target. I was going to say, what are the odds that Ben King in five years does a Tom Lynch in what and moves?
0: Yeah, moves Goes to Richmond.
2: Yeah, he's he's from. What, where's he from? He's, the King boys are from Brighton, Brighton I boys. I reckon,
0: yeah. I reckon the Ben King, the Lucious, the Rankin, the Rail and Anderson, those five. If they lose three out of those five, Gold Coast, I'll, I'll admit, Gold Coast are done. Fold. <laughs>
3: That, that was genuinely going to be my when in Gel's ill-fated, short-lived 33% segment. Go back to that, but, but let's just move on, I reckon. It was, the yeah, when was going to be when did the AFL give up on the Gold Coast? Yeah.
0: No, 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 that's what I reckon it would happen. Like At, at what
3: point? Five? Three of them, you reckon? You reckon like, three of them have to leave for them to give I, up on the Gold Coast? If I only
0: lose two players out of those five, I reckon they can survive.
3: I reckon if they I lose mean, Matt if yeah. they lose Matt Rao and Ben King they are cool. They're, they're fucked.
0: They're 100% fucked. But I have
3: they
2: could they continually
0: call couldn't. audio. Like, this next 2 or 3 years will make or break Gold Coast I think.
2: That's so crazy when you think the amount of money that the AFL have put into. them. Like I wouldn't even cool. not want to know the stuff. Millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars and assets in terms of draft picks and, like, concessions that they've had. Like, they basically got Ablett just because they could. Yeah, Ablett was just like, yeah, There's I'll
0: go. To another up. one of those, Lance, like Lance Franklin. I wish, I wish Ablett stayed at Geelong. Imagine if he stayed at Geelong.
2: Yeah, no, I think, oof, yeah, Gold Coast need that Franklin kind of... What, what do Gold Coast need? What would you do if you were Gold Coast this offseason? I need a key back. A key back? I know. Like, you think of their midfield, and on paper, their midfield should be good. They've got Rowell. They've got uh, Andersons in the middle. Greenwood. How good's Greenwood? Greenwood's been good since he joined. uh, 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 Rankin runs. uh, They've still got David Swallow, don't they? Yep. Yep. They're forward. Ben King's all right. Rankin is a jet up forward when he turns it on. I really like Alex, Alex Sexton. Alex yeah, Sexton. I, I reckon he's underrated. I reckon he's underrated. Who's the key back at Gold Coast? They
0: have a buttery. Sam Day. Sam Day. Collins. Collins. No, Sam Day is the forward line. Collins is the... Speaking of which, Jude met him at the drive last weekend. Who? Sam, Sam Collins. Did he? Yeah, he was playing
2: Um, I, I left out Took Miller, future captain.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm
3: not being funny. Genuinely, the thing Gold Coast need more than anything is 25,000 more members. They need- they, no, they can do anything they want on the field and rebuild however they want on the field. They are never going to be successful until they have a supporter base. And they do not have anything near what GWS have.
2: That's a decent shot. If um, you think like... You think you're playing for a football club and you turn up and there are 8,000 people around and you're just like, who am I playing for? Who cares? Well, like, why should I care if no one else cares? But, like, anyway, imagine, as fans, they were good.
0: Imagine Gold Coast. They've got, what, how many members? 12,000? Maybe max? Yeah. I'm, imagine, I'm- if they, imagine if they just went bang, 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 three premierships in a row. That would go down in history Is one of the best...
3: Three yeah, people. okay. So I was talking about one addition. They've got 56, so it was games. it was 25,000 members or one jet player, not 25,000 members or Fife and Bontonbelly and Petrarca and Oliver and Dusty and Rewalt and like if they won the flag 3 years in a row, of course. They but,
2: have 16,000 members.
3: Yeah, they they might only get 4, they, 7, just like even but and I'm they had they now. had the best player in the comp for almost a decade, and they've still got no supporters. I reckon. I, know,
0: I reckon crowd members has nothing to do with a success of a club. To be honest, obviously it helps. Maybe not in short short term success, but, but long. But I don't. I think you're going to need to become a good team before you get supporters.
3: I get what you're saying, but long term viability of the club, you're not going anywhere if you're not
0: but sustainable. You, you, if you're sustainable and you continue to win, you will get supporters. But before then, I don't think support. I don't think having supporters will make them be a good team. They need to
3: become a good team before they get supporters.
2: I think it's. I think it's. Yeah, a- no, I
3: I agree. It's it's a circular thing. But also, I've been to the Gold Coast many times. I don't think success would get them that many more supporters and that many more members. People just do not care up there.
0: Yeah, but the in comparison is a successful team. I don't necessarily think having the supporters makes a successful team. Prolonging that over a period and being a good team will bring supporters. If they can imagine Gold Coast were a top four team for the next ten years, I think that by the tenth year they'd have a pretty decent following.
3: No, I I get, I I get your point. All I'm saying is I don't think they would, even if they were a top four team for the next ten years. You'd have to get people to care about AFL in the first place when barely anybody on the Gold Coast cares about rugby, which is the main sport up there because the Titans are still struggling up there. Yeah. you have to transition them from from either neutral or from rugby to AFL and then you have to get them to care about the Gold Coast enough to go to games and be members.
0: Well, what about Brisbane? They've only just hit 40,000
3: members for the first time in their history. And yeah, it. I, I think Brisbane is a hugely different ball game to the Gold Coast. And I said this to Jamal either on the last podcast or the one before. I think the Suns would have been a much more successful franchise if they were a second Brisbane team than if they were a Gold Coast team. Because Gold Coast Coast just does not work as it, like, it's a holiday destination. It's a very Byron Bay-ish holiday destination. People that live on the Gold Coast don't care about sport. Gold Coast teams historically have never worked in any sport. That is true, yep. Um, Brisbane has worked, and I reckon if you established it as the second Brisbane team, May distinct somehow maybe over the river or east west i don't know how brisbane works but somewhere but distinct from how, do they, how, do adelaide, like how did the adelaide how did the adelaide
0: accept the fold of gold coast how, sorry how would the afl accept the fold of gold what would have to happen for that to happen no, so
3: it wouldn't be a fold. It would be a... a no, it okay. it'd be a real occasion. They don't have to accept anything. They run the Gold Coast. They are in charge of the Gold Coast. They're in charge of GWS. They're in charge of Port Adelaide. Yep. Uh, and I think Adelaide too and Freo. Like okay. GWS control the boards of all those clubs. GWS? Yep. Definitely GWS and Gold Coast and Port Adelaide and Freo. And I think I read in this book, I reckon when adelaide were really struggling financially the afl helped them out to buy the license back from the Sandful. so uh the afl now control the adelaide board i reckon i don't know where you're hearing this Uh, it was in the the book that i'm reading currently which is the boys club which is about the corruption that is unnamed huh the book that's unnamed no, no. It, it's written by Michael Warner, who is a journalist at the Herald Sun. What's the book called? The Boys Club. It's a great book. You should read it. I've already put Jamal onto it. Get on it.
2: 20, $22 at Target, I think. 22 Who's paying $22 for a book nowadays? Yeah, that's pretty expensive. Is it hardcover?
3: Um, it, it's uh, no. It's a paperback. It's a paperback.
2: Paperback, mate. Mate, Paperback, it, um... it is a
3: stellar read. Trust me. Oh. Last book we read, Oof. we um probably will in year nine. That would have been the last one you read. No, actually, no. That's incorrect.
2: You read Stasi Land in year
3: twelve. Uh, yeah. Oh, true. Yes. Yeah, Carver. What was that? What was it called? The Carver. Burana?
0: In year seven, what was, it? what was the name? The the Afghanistan chick.
3: Oh, yeah, Malala or no, no. What, what was it?
0: Pavana? A... Pavana, 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 Pavana. Pavana. Hey.
3: No, no, what was the, um,
0: who, what the, Will was all time. Will and the Runner, two the best. Runner was
2: a... Yes, The, the runner, runner. runner was a fantastic book. The Runner is objectively a good book.
3: Will, yeah, Will's a great good. book as well. Um, in year nine, I read Tomorrow when the War Began. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't read that one. Um, no, no, think... you're right. What was the Carver one in year 12 that we had to read? The short stories one. Imaginative landscape. No, that was Tim oh, Witt. <laughs>
2: Not the imaginative landscape. Gate
3: to the Castle Rock
0: or some shit, whatever it was.
3: Uh, um, no, no. Sorry. The, the best uh, book we read in high school was Bridge to Wise Man's Cove. I love it. Oh,
0: that. Oh, that was actually, yeah. I, I kept
3: it. waiting for it to turn into like a Narnia book where we were just like doing a, a bridge to like a Narnia. The hmm. And then it turned
0: out the ferry was the bridge. It was, oh. Character development in Carl on that ferry, man. Yeah, <laughs> top notch, top notch. The metaphors well.
2: were just. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, that was a good book, though. I actually rate that too. I just kind of haven't thought about that in a while. Might have to read that again. Yeah, around here.
3: Raymond Carver. What was his books? Um, will you please be quiet, please? Oh yeah, yeah. That was our. YouTube. Um. <laughs> What about Fahrenheit
0: 451? Oh, Oh. that was a hard read. That was, that was tough. They made a team,
3: But in hindsight, it's a great book.
0: Yeah. It's historically a good book, I think.
3: Yeah. I wouldn't quite. Yeah. You're right. It's a really famous book. It's up there with like um, George Orwell's 1984.
0: Yeah. The movie, I saw the movie the other day. I probably fell asleep halfway through with Michael J. Jordan, his name is.
2: Michael B. Jordan. Yeah.
0: That's it. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty pretty average, to be honest. I definitely lost interest.
2: Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Better. And it's
3: that's a, saying, not a good book, though. Hmm. What were the books we read in Year Twelve? There was Will You Please Be Quiet, Please?
2: Um Land was Starzyland.
3: Year Twelve. Land,
0: and then we had that imaginative land landscape. Oh, that's there. right.
3: What was that? I Was it um...
0: Escape to Castle something? I don't know. Maybe. Could be wrong but
3: it was tim winton wasn't it
0: maybe i reckon it was oh! tim winton. it rings a bell
3: oh tim winton he's like the most famous australian author ever all right what's tim winton written?
2: cloud street
3: no that's his most famous book i reckon so it wasn't that uh
2: God, he's written a lot. The boy behind the curtain. Did we read that?
3: No. No, that wasn't us. Right,
0: nah, right, let's get the Google out.
2: I was going to say, I'm going through his. Uh, what's the author's word for discography? Bibliography. Bibliography. There we go. Wasn't the turning? Was it Tim Winton? It may
3: not have been Tim Witten. I thought it was, but it may not have been.
0: Yeah, I don't quite keep a list of the books I read at school on my phone anymore. It was about 400 years ago. It was. As much as I hate to admit it. But anyway, back to it. Who? What was the last book we read? Mine was The Dry.
3: I am in the middle of reading The Boys Club, which is a, a great book about Andrew Dimitri and Gilliam McLaughlin's corruption.
0: Corruption as a metaphor? Or?
3: No, corruption as in being corrupt.
0: Jesus. That's, who, who wrote that?
3: Michael Warner, who's a um, journalist at the Herald Sun.
0: Wow, okay. What's, what's Gill done that's corrupt?
3: I haven't got that far yet.
0: What's Andrew done?
2: Ugh. What hasn't he done?
0: Besides, get meatloaf on.
3: Well, so, so far, stitched Carlton up unbelievably in the salary cap saga.
0: Okay. How so?
3: Um, declare a moratorium, and then when they come forward to participate in the moratorium, basically say, no, you guys need to be made an example of. Fuck you what's a moratorium uh but so moratorium is when you can come for uh the the uh governing body says all right this is happening everywhere everybody just declare it and you won't be punished and so people come forward don't get punished and then they came forward and then the afl went oh well yep yeah, you came forward and said this this and this but we also found this so you can get absolutely fucked you can get fined all this money you can get Penalize the draft picks for the next two years and you can get absolutely rooted for the next decade. Jesus. And that's all I'm up yeah. to. The Demetrius yeah. years, but I'm getting there.
0: Jeez. Tell you what, Carlton and Melbourne fucking struggled back then, didn't they? Oh, back in the Mark Neal days. My God.
4: Ooh.
3: Mate, what's the sides struggled back
0: then? Tell you what, being a Melbourne supporter would be fucking tough.
3: It'd be all right this year. I'd
0: probably take up it. Sure. up until this year. Who, who, which out of all the Victorian clubs, which club do you think has just gone through the most hell?
3: Uh, well, last decade, Essendon definitely. Um, pretty successful though. Last, not in the last decade. The last twenty years, probably Carlton and Essendon, probably equal. Thank you. Richmond, But no. Richmond won three flags.
0: Western Bulldogs before. Um. They're granny. I suppose they were quite successful still. Yeah,
3: but the, yeah, they didn't go through a hell of a lot of like agony. Like the Essendon drug scanner was genuinely Ag- awful. Yeah.
0: yeah, I could imagine.
3: Um I yeah. was for the rest of the league, but you know. Yeah. 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 All right. Are you two ready for a who am I? Yeah, go on. Oh, wait. Uh, um five <laughs> points. I was taken at pick 16 in the 1998 national draft, playing 177 games for my club in a 12-year career.
2: What would you say? 12 years?
3: 12 years.
0: Pick 16,
3: 1998.
0: Yep. So it's got to be... No, I
3: haven't a clue. Just about <laughs> came out with it. <laughs> like a new guy. Um... Is there more info to come out? Yeah, it's a who am I? So that's five points. We'll go down four, three, two, one. Hold on. Angelo Lekas. It is not Angelo Lekas. Jell, would you like to have a guess?
0: You're having a go at me here. So I reckon Tony Modra.
3: It is not Tony Modra. Hey,
2: Tony Modra wasn't. Dr- I reckon he had the most goals in 1998. 1980- yeah, you're probably right. Definitely for-, not- for
3: four points. I was always a high flyer, regularly taking sensational marks, and I won mark of the year in 2009. Russell Robertson. It is not Russell Robertson.
0: It was done by then, I think. Oh, probably it earlier. Um, not Jeremy Howe.
3: It is not Jeremy Howe. Three points. As a 185 centimeter forward, I won my club's goal kicking award twice, once in 2002 and once in 2008.
2: Oh, 2008. Um, high fives. Fucking. Once in
0: 2004, once in
3: 2008.
2: 2002 and 2008. 2002. Nah, got no idea. What'd you say? Mark of the year in 2009. Mm hmm. Jesus. 185. Kaczynski.
0: Four. Justin Kaczynski.
2: Is not correct. He was taller than that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right.
2: Huge. It. Um. Nah, go on. Two points.
3: For two points. I played for one of the three sides supported by tonight's podcast members.
0: Yeah, I knew that would be
3: down the track. 185 gold a year. Mark Williams. It was not Mark Williams. It's a good
2: guess. Who um, oh, are Adelaide's high flyers? Red Burton. That's a good shout. Medium Ford. Yeah, medium Ford. Five, though. All the goals for you guys back in the day. Well, back in two thousand two, like early two thousand, like mid 2000s Jason Paul Pleasure, the um, Paul,
0: oh, the Porpus, Porpus,
2: um,
0: one of my favorite players ever. Actually, um, I, I couldn't tell you. I have to one eighty five two thousand two and two
2: thousand eight. No, I can't think. Our, our leading goal kicker in two thousand eight was Lance Franklin, so it's not him. Yeah. Like, yes. 6'6 six, six and 200 pounds. Yeah. Um, so if it was Essendon, Henry Slattery. Joe. I'm going to
0: go J- Jason. Jason,
3: pleasure. Incorrect. It was Adelaide, wasn't it? I reckon you both might get it from the next clue and Jell's going to kick himself. My nickname was the Birdman. Oh, only 185. No way. Holy
0: yeah. shit. I said his name. He didn't say yes. So, no, of course I didn't
3: say yes. You weren't guessing. <laughs> I thought sort it of was, but yeah, fair enough. Okay. You were guessing, but it wasn't a final answer you'd submitted. Tell you what, I'll, I'm just a quiet one.
0: I was there the game you took that mark against Carlton.
3: Just a quiet one. When you and Jude were discussing an hour ago and you mentioned Brett Burton, I was like, oh, fuck.
2: He's Brett Burton. Hell. I'm
3: dead.
0: <laughs> Shit, there you go. 185, that's surprising. Yeah. Made like, oh. like a poor player. There huh? yeah. um, That's a good segment. I like that. That's a bit of thought behind it. Thank you. Uh I'd like a rant, please. All right. Therefore, I'm going to go take a piss and get a beer.
2: Uh, where's this? Fucking... Oh, stop, though. Ah, oh, here we go. That's all right. He'll be back by the time the sting's still going. Dear Mr. President. There's going to be a nightmare on this. <laughs> please eliminate three. I am not a crackpot.
0: I want you to get up now. I want all of you to
4: get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window,
0: open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Wait,
1: give me something
0: that's...
4: two,
3: three, two... I've actually got a third rant. Well, no, I've got two rants, but i got a third rant that you will um, be happy with.
2: Go on. It's a visual rant. Mate. What, that four hours ago?
3: I know. I was looking forward to enjoying that for days and it's just gone.
2: Mate, you just got paid. You can afford another bottle.
3: It's the podcast. Yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, You've got to see a crotch, which was, I guess, nice. But
0: All right, rant.
3: Um. Yeah, apart from having finished that bottle, which I paid far too much money for. Well oh, actually not right. enough money. Yeah, anyway, you know you know the drill. Um all right, I've got two rants, but I'll stick I'll stick one and I'll keep one for next week. I actually this one would be better to do with gel. We'll do the other one. When you're in a marking contest with somebody, if you're not trying to touch the ball or impact the ball, what are you allowed to do it to them?
2: What are you allowed to do? Yeah. In, in the eyes of the umpire or? In the
3: eyes of the umpire. If you're not trying to touch the ball or, and you don't touch the ball.
2: You, absolutely nothing. You, you just stand in a... there and get
0: hit from the back because you're blocking for your, for your forward. Or your backman. Are you allowed to block to your backman? You do it in a way that's disguised. Yeah, but are you allowed to block to your backman? Technically, well, it depends what you define
3: by, by blocking us. And if you I do it don't go for the... If you just very clearly shepherd your backman out of the contest, you're not well, allowed to
0: Clearly, but I think all defenders and all forwards block. It's just to the
3: extent that
0: the umpire see it as blocking.
3: Yeah, but At you're course. not allowed
4: to
0: hold
3: the other guy. If you're making no attempt to go to the ball, you're not allowed to hold the other guy out, right? That's Correct, yes. Yeah, and that is true. 35 metres out from goal, 25 metres out from goal, 15 metres out from goal. Yep. Why is that not true on the
2: goal line? Yeah.
3: On the goal line, you can do whatever the
2: fuck you like. Just ask Dane Rampey.
3: Just ask Riley philthorpe As long as you don't... Blatantly push them in the back or like kick them in the face, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. I,
0: I like that. I like that. I like the goal line wrestle because it's your death.
3: I, li- I like it, but what? It's not a rule. So why do they pay it? And when it's at, called- at how close to the goal line are you allowed to abandon all those rules and hold somebody up?
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can comp- yeah, you're right. You're actually not wrong. That's that's valid.
3: Um Cause if you do it at the top of the goal square, I reckon you get binged for it sometimes. But if you do it on the goal line, never. So like what is the stage in the goal square that the rule doesn't apply anymore?
0: No, I, no, I completely agree with that. But I also like it. I think it brings another dimension to the game, having that that extra wrestle on the goal line, for sure. I love
3: the wrestle on the goal line, but I would love the wrestle at the top of the goal square and 15 metres out from goal as well.
0: Yep. I honestly reckon so there you, should be half... how
3: many, far out are you allowed to do
0: it? I reckon there should be half as many free kicks as there are in, in, in every game. I think exactly. I should put the yeah. whistle away it's for Like the the
3: Like, um, if that is the rule, that you can do it on the goal line, but unless you're within two metres of the goal line, you can't do it. Mm-hmm fine, but tell us the rule
0: because that's not a rule. Yep. Oh, for sure. 100%. I think there needs the, to be
3: the fact that the same wrestle can happen here, but if it happens here, different result is absurd.
0: Yep. No, 100%. There needs to be some clarification with the number of rules in the offseason, I think. I reckon that needs to be the one thing the umpiring association needs to do is clarify with people and we need to know before going into the off-season, what's going to happen rather than a week out if we're going to have a medical sub or not, which is what happened this year.
3: Yeah, see, I feel like that was a little bit not the AFL's fault because they, they wanted to announce a concussion sub and then they got bullied by Alistair Clarkson, the coaches. Which had
0: um, happened previously before as well.
3: So well. they didn't have much time to sort out the details so Which
0: they should have though they should they should have been well prepared before that before the media jumped on things and they hey, look,
3: look, you're probably right and they shouldn't have folded to the coaches
0: but yeah especially do. Clarkson I feel yeah. like the AFL folds very quickly to to Scott and Clarkson and, and Dimmer yeah no
3: fair
0: <laughs> because they win <laughs> you're probably right I suppose they're the only coaches that feel that have that they're entitled enough to to have a comment about it. Yeah, exactly. You're not having like
2: fucking I don't know Matthew, Matthew is yeah. coming out and saying that shit. Yeah, he's yeah. not coming up to Gil McLaughlin and be like, "Hey, we need this shit." Gil McLaughlin would be like,
0: "You see, down. Matty, He's Oh like, 'Oh, we'll just take. We're just gonna go with it. We we're not. We're just gonna flow through the AFL system, not yeah, not be not be a burden to anyone.' Whereas he got yeah Clarkson, one of four premierships, so he has he's entitled as anyone to say to say something. Brad, Brad Scott, I'll admit, is does complain a little bit too much for my liking. He he loves coming coming in with it with a couple of rogue calls. Yeah, no, for sure. But um, yeah, I think Dimmer and Dimmer and Clarkson are the only ones that should be saying anything.
4: Yeah,
0: agreed. Yeah, and what what about Scott coming in and saying, "Oh, we should make the games, the the games
3: uh, shorter." Like well, no. In, in fairness, he didn't come in and say that. His brother said that. Chris said that. But he's been supporting it. And, like, well, yeah, that, that backs
0: you up because every third, every second player is over 30 in Geelong. So, yeah.
3: No, of course he's going to say it because these players are tiring at the end of games. Mm-hmm. Do you, what do you guys reckon? Do you reckon we should keep it the way it is? Yeah, no, I love footy. You know, I reckon footy is as much as a, a power as it is an endurance game. I agree. Uh, footy, I reckon footy now is a, a great length.
0: And that's why you get players like Sam Walsh. Like they might have twenty disposals a three quarter time, and then it just go bang with their work rate. It brings like the Isaac Smith type of the comp, you know, yep. just the, the workhorses that just come in late in the game that just have the engine to keep going. And 100%. they're the players that are getting those goals at the end of the end of the the fourth quarter that define games because they're that much fitter than everyone else.
3: Hundred percent. Yep.
2: Well, yeah, and they haven't extended the length of the game since what? The early 2000s, if that. Yeah. Like you yeah. think about players back then. Well, I suppose we extended it
0: last year after we had it for 18 minutes. Well, but- yeah,
2: we, we had, what, 16-minute <clears throat> quarters yeah, or something. Yeah. But yeah. You've, you'd think it's the same length, but you look at the players now who are much more athletically like built and they're just like, so much better. If you shorten the games, it almost encourages just like you have to be you don't have to be as athletic. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like It's, more like game it's just, it's just it's progress the game to where it is now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's more like it's more like AFLX. If you go back to 16 minutes, I think. Oof, AFLX. Yeah. I mean, obviously, with when we had games every day of the week for five weeks straight or whatever it was last year, you probably yeah. need to have shorter quarters. That's fair enough. But right now. I'm happy with 20. Yeah. I think, a little bit. I think players will need to get fitter. They'll understand like, you know, coaches will understand that. I think. And I think other coaches will take advantage. Like, for an example, I don't know if you guys know who Darren Burgess is. Now he's the the high performance coach at Melbourne. Mm. Now he's I'm pretty sure like he's C V is he was a high performance coach at Port 2000 to 2004, whenever they went, whenever they won their premiership. Um, high performance manager for the Socceroos, high performance manager for Arsenal for eight years. Jesus, and went to Melbourne, and then pretty sure the preseason last year was the shortest it's ever been. Yeah, and then that's I feel like a shorter preseason was when you would be able to see these high performance sort of coaches flourish. You know, you'd be able to see their result because if everyone's given an ample amount of time to get fit, then everyone's going to be quite fit. But if you're only given a a small window, you get these high-performance coaches that just, just like, bang. You can see the difference. And you can see it in Melbourne this year, for sure. Yeah, no, fitness, absolutely. This is a massive thing, especially in today's world. And obviously, look at Melbourne's injuries, too. they have pretty much, what, this year they've missed two players out of their best 22, and that's
2: Tomlinson and Viney, and Viney's back. Well, yeah, you got to think, like, who the injuries are to. And it hasn't been key players. It's definitely been around the fringes for Melbourne. Whereas you think like yep. some other teams, you just like... Richmond have just been go. literally the like, top
0: 10 of the starting 18. Yeah, gone. Yeah. yeah. And that's going to rip up any team, to be honest. Same with Hawthorne for any, for, and Essendon as well. And even Adelaide too. Like we've we've all missed massive players this year. Whereas you've got Melbourne on top and at Western Bulldogs as well. I suppose they've lost, they lost Chalor and Dunkley, but their midfield was already...
2: Mm. Oh, so mate, they've just got, got them in the yeah. wings. But you can, yeah, you okay, can see right. Richmond have almost suffered from their own success, which sounds dumb, but if you think they've, the last four years they've gone deep into the finals mm. and they haven't had the squad rotation and turnover of most clubs because they're just like, why fix what's broke? And yeah. now they've got to the point where they've played... 10 to 15 extra games in the finals, plus yeah. they haven't rotated the squad. Yeah, exactly. Freshen up the squad and their scores are quite old and their young players aren't that good. Yeah, yeah. So they're just like, are oh, the good players are getting injured and are old and their young players, like fucking what's his name? Coleman Jones? Mm-hmm. He's not going to make the difference. That's
0: true. That's true. I should want to say that earlier as well. Yeah, Coleman Jones. Even though he played a few really good games to start off his career, um, again he's going to take a while to get it. Get yeah, this, into- <laughs> this is nothing against Callum Coleman Jones.
2: Yeah, or whatever yeah. his name is. But
0: just the team they had when he was popped off those first few games. That was once he was in there. That was when they started falling off like yeah. flyers. Yeah. yeah. So it's a lot easier to play well in a team where you're playing in a good team rather than. <laughs> You know, you're you're the one star player in the bottom in the bottom team. Like the delivery is going to be worse, all that sort of crap. So it makes a massive difference. It's a massive domino effect, I suppose, in any team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Uh, yeah. All right. Um, What's another one?
2: What are you cooking, Ash? (laughs) Uh, Very little. I just really have to go to sleep. <laughs> should we wrap it up? It's been a solid four. Hours. Yeah, we should.
3: It, it has been about four and a half hours, and I, I just, I need to be up, and I need to be meeting with a barrister, and I need to be dealing with my fantastic clients because I love them all. He needs to be Well, it is Friday today. Yeah, well, it is now. We oh, we've now been sure. in lockdown for thirty three minutes.
2: Yeah, are you going
3: to are you an
0: essential worker, Ash?
3: No, I am absolutely working from home, hence the, the phone at home. Oh,
0: uh, uh. uh, yeah, I see. Yeah, My okay. You don't really have to go to bed yet.
3: Mate, uh, not, not for Victoria, but for me to be able to function tomorrow, I do. Ah, uh, that's fair. And to be able to get on the call with the barrister tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. That makes sense. All right. Well, um, probably go to sleep. Well, thanks for having me and, and Jude on. Anyway, it was a pleasure. <laughs> it us, was not nice of you to be on. Um, yeah, no, you were probably in it, I guess content, all right. Right, we got. Uh, uh, look, I, I guess it's sort of our listeners will dictate whether you were better or good or worse. Probably worse, but we'll see.
2: <laughs> Hold on, I just want to read off our um foreign listenership. Just before we go. So, we've got the US. Uh, no, we've got Australia at 56%. How many viewers total? That's a good question. Three. It, we've actually had not too bad oh. the past seven days. We've had five unique listeners over the past seven days, which is weird because we haven't posted in three weeks. <laughs> um, 31% are from the US. 9% are from the UK. Now, this is where it gets weird. Under 1% from Canada, India, the Philippines, France, Mexico, and on this bombshell, Israel. Israel. <laughs> which She's won't go great. over well. Better doing Israel. I'll say, which won't go over well with my very anti-Israel, pro-Palestine uh, yeah. movement. So I mean,
0: Fuck Israel, to be honest. What they've been doing at the moment.
2: Absolutely. Mate. Oh, the
0: podcast just come out. Well,
2: political all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> There's that one Israeli viewer going yeah. <laughs> They're just like, fuck this shit. I've listened to four hours of this, and they're saying, fuck Israel at the end, bruh. <laughs> the viewership goes down 25%. <laughs> or like 50. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, yeah, again, thanks, thanks for having us. It was, it was all right, good, boys.
2: Um, All right.
0: We'll invite yeah, you play one play for, play. For, for out in the fall.
2: All right, lads <laughs> Absolutely.
0: All right. See you, fellas.
4: Bye bye.